Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Hi. 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 Tabua. Tabua. Aub. What about Aub? Cool, neat story. Was that supposed to be funny? There's local politics, bud. I got a little taco meat on my chest. Let's get the pumping. I know Clip said he, he packed us in, so I'm just glad that I can prove Clip wrong. Got him. Strike three. It's all over. The Pirates are dancing, and they'll have a home regional in Greenville, North Carolina. A lot of people just see what we do on the field. They don't see the hours at 5 in the morning and the hours when it's 100 degrees out in Greenville. They don't see all that. So just seeing it finally pay off is just really awesome. Our guys are tough as nails. They've continued to show up when nobody else believed in them. I'm just so daggone proud of them. It's going to be fun. We, we, in the, we in the fig. I mean, everybody going to be loud. I'm going to be loud with them. I'm screaming too. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. You ready for this? I am. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right. We are one sleep away from Super Regional Baseball in Greenville, North Carolina. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios for today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. We are baseball heavy on today's program on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1. In Washington, we're on 1259.30, and you can find us online, pr927fm.com. And uh, we're also available to watch on Facebook Live and YouTube. You can chime in to the show right there with your questions, comments, concerns, and otherwise. Shirley Rhodes working the octopus arms today. Double, triple, quadruple duty back there. Shirley, you were about to talk into both mics. <laughs> I was, How's yes. it Yes. <laughs> Doing all right over there? Yeah, I'm hanging in there. We got C.J. Schaefer and Chan Man out at Clark LeClaire Stadium. So Shirley Rhodes uh, doing the production work today. And they'll be back here soon with some Texas audio and video. Keep it locked to our social media accounts for that. Got some ECU video up earlier today with Cliff Godwin, Bryson Worrell, uh, a couple other players out there, Carter Spivey so, uh, and Zach Agnos. You can check those out right now. We'll play the Cliff Godwin audio later on in today's show and have some Texas audio coming your way in just a little bit. Mike Mullis, bright and happy here with us today. What's up, Mully? Hey, buddy. Say that again. Yeah, hello. hello. Yeah, that's hey, buddy. Voice sounding good today. You need my Wood Dogs hat to go with that. No. Stop. No. A little bit much. <laughs> a little much. Mully, I went to... I gotta say, it's pretty cool to see that. Is it burnt orange? Is that yeah. what Texas wears? Yeah. Is that burnt orange on the field? I went to a little of their BP a moment ago. Yeah, and strategically, uh, this has just kind of been my Thursday shirt through. Uh, that through is the, not Texas. Orange. It's not Texas no. orange, but I did. I, I have been after I left the house and I went by uh, practice for a little bit today. I was a little self conscious, like, and I and Cliff walked by and I kind of and I was up. We weren't close enough to speak. Uh, but I kind of felt like did he eyeball me like really Molly? Yeah. If, but but the disclaimer is uh, through the postseason this has been my Thursday shirt. So you're doing your part. It, it's I want to touch on that in a moment uh, the superstitions. But Molly, you went by and saw East Carolina today. You asked me a moment ago, uh, almost sarcastically, how no, it, well, I didn't start off sarcastically. <laughs> I was sincere when I asked you how their BP how, how did BP look, and then I could tell by the look on your face that you wouldn't know good BP. I tell you what, bad BP. They hit uh, some solid contact off their coach. I can tell you that. Well, then uh, you know that's yeah. I mean, and, and I guess the answer to that would be where they run a balls out of a bunch of balls out of the park, or where they you know kind of what did you know what did you see as a tendency for what they were working on? But a lot I, of line drives, Molly. Yeah, a lot okay. Of line then drives. that's kind of what you want BP. It's uh, 
you know, you watch Pirate State BP and they're banging balls right up the middle, trying to bang it off the L screen, depending on the situation and what they're doing. But uh, Chandler was actually out there uh, as we watched a little bit of their BP today. And, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, execution of what the that particular round um, you know, is 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 you know what they're trying to do. So. Molly, all your time in baseball, what is the most impressive BP sesh you've ever seen? Does one come, uh, come Sing, to mind? Single person? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Bryce Harper, um, mm. Kyle Roller when, uh, in what, high school. What was Harper? High school? Uh, with Team USA, came in to play Pitt, and then uh, yeah, and then that year, uh, the they got him in uh, in Grand Junction. So Harper, who was the second guy you said? Kyle Roller. Kyle Roller. Yeah, in Dropping high school. Bombs. Yeah, pretty pretty legit round of BP. Before he got here? Yeah. I heard, uh, and I missed it, unfortunately, but uh, the old Titanic, Hispanic Titanic, Melendez was dropping some tanks today but i missed that with my own two eyes but i look i'm excited to to see him and no. what he's all about and i'm excited to see cj mayhew face him coming yep up. and and i mean i think it's a good matchup uh I, you know if uh, uh if we you know we get four or five maybe even six out of mayhew man what that what a big deal that would be and uh you know i i mean th- this team has dropped some series they finished fifth in their conference they this is not um these dudes are not uh, unbeatable by any stretch of the imagination. So I saw where a D1 baseball had their picks, and it was kind of five to four, uh, five to four, six to five, maybe whatever, favoring Texas. But even those guys are kind of picking it close. And obviously, it's easier for the. Um, it's easier to pick Texas if you're picking on name and reputation. Nobody's done more than what they've done in the history of their program. Uh, but th- this isn't uh, this isn't the Texas teams. Uh, I mean, everyone has to establish their own you know their own outcome. And those D1 baseball guys have had East Carolina in their eight for Omaha and things like that in the past. That's right. So they're going to call it pretty straight. But you're right. There probably is until East Carolina makes that leap. Are you going to take them? You, you got to right. see it to believe it, kind of thing. That's right. And, and I would be curious as to the ones of ones of those uh, those guys that picked it. There are some of those guys that live in Texas, so maybe they. It's just that they have seen Texas more. Who knows? But again, none of that matters, man. It's going to be settled on the field. And uh, man, I mean, I, I like the Pirates' chances as as good as anybody. Um, you know, they, they've. This team's been kind of, you know, obviously left for dead and given up on several times, and they've defied odds over and over again. Uh, so why not now, and and why not them? I tried to kill them, Molly. They just no. keep coming back no, like they, that. I mean, that movie villain. They're resilient. I mean, <laughs> that 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 this club is resilient. And uh, kind of interesting thing I saw at practice day: a bunch of guys with new white spikes on, which I was kind of, uh, mm. yeah, I was kind of like, that's, like that. That's interesting. I, I don't know if there's some. Uh, some cleat changes going or what but you know uh hopefully it, they were bp may, it may have been pre- they were pearls i mean they were they were brand new they were they were sharp uh aaron fit north carolina native yep, correct that's correct saw him in the uh, press box this weekend he'll join us coming up in the five o'clock hour aaron fit talked to him in march early april said east carolina would not be hosting this year that was out of the uh the uh chances of opportunity for east carolina will I said the same thing, and uh, we were both wrong. We'll talk about it uh, coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, but he saw a lot of Pirate Baseball over the weekend. We'll get his thoughts on ECU Texas. J.J. McLam will join us in the 5 o'clock hour to talk about everything from the ECU perspective. Uh, you got high school graduation going on. Yep. Well, well, you know we've, that we've firsthand. We've got that. Yeah, 2.30, uh, 2.30 tomorrow. So, Are you going to try to – Bailey's going to – 
be at the game and try to catch some of Bella, he's going to walk right over there. Are you going to be moving back and forth? That That's kind of what I'm thinking <laughs> is that I will do – you know, we've got family movements and all these different things, but my thought is if I can catch the first – two or three innings then be over in time to do you know uh to you know watch my son that i'm so proud of uh, absolutely and then afterwards obviously i'll i'll be there to for pictures of whatever else needs to be done and that'll probably be uh the the, the kind of the worst part about it is that 230 time is where you feel like this game's gonna really be interesting they're in the seventh inning yeah there. yeah probably you know s- s- bottom six yeah. top seven something like that so but anyway i mean it, you know look it's my son's graduation and there's nothing more important it will be a uh, it will be a fun weekend uh in greenville with all this going on and uh you know we've got a party at the house friday night and all these things so hopefully we'll be celebrating the pirate victory and uh as well as uh my son's graduation from dh Collin. josh asking will home and away be decided on a coin flip this weekend so i went back and looked at last year to remind myself vanderbilt one was the one. home team for game one east carolina game two and mully game three if we go back to the texas tech series we remember texas tech was the home team that's so right yeah pirates will be home every other day game one if necessary game three yeah uh no stupid coin flip which is interesting i wonder with um you know historically the home team would get to choose the home dugout if they so chose so there's been times where you see a regional uh or super where um from a gamesmanship standpoint they displace the 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 team that's not the home team in lieu of having you know the home dugout now i was told by an ecu person that like in a regional even though the pirates were the road team uh, the team the home team gets to keep their dugout now and that that may be the way i think it might have changed yeah okay that makes a. I still and Mully, you're the ultimate contrarian. Oh, it makes no sense. If you're the higher seed, you've earned the right okay, to be there. You should be the home team. <laughs> All right, fair. I enough. mean, bottom line. Yeah, uh, Mully, you mentioned uh, wearing that shirt, trying to keep things the way they've been. It is hilarious how many people I talked to Sunday out in the jungle and uh, watching the game that blamed themselves for the pirate loss. It was awesome. That. And yeah. uh, hey, you know Trey Haddock, right? Yeah. Father of uh, Reed, and got another boy that uh, is a good ball player. And uh, he he was standing on his truck with this sad look on his face. He was like, Clip, this one's on me, man. I started in the stands, came out here late, and I let the team down today. And he was about the eighth person to say that that night. They wore the wrong shirt. They're not in the right spot. And I love that. That's what's great about sports. People become complete wackos when it comes to sports. And I am wacko number one. I, I got to have my thing sitting right on my table and the shirt and all that so that just tells me you're a, you're a passionate fan you support your team there's nothing to it at all it has nothing to do with you but i do like that we all feel that wait maybe it does though molly's wearing that thursday shirt for a reason yeah and, and man I, you know it it's um it's 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 you, you know fan being short for fanatic <laughs> so i mean I, I i and maybe there's you know maybe we want to believe we have more input than we have maybe uh i, I don't know but it's it's kind of superstitions are, are are um a lot of times superstitions are taking extreme uh, i'm sorry taking routine to the extreme so i want to stay in my routine do exactly what i did as a player i mean you had you know george brett ate fried chicken and uh, mickey tettleton ate uh, fruit loops and you know whatever that you know you do those things and you kind of live in those those habits you you know and, and it's and if you do it, something and have success or things are stay, good, let's, stay why with it. Let's, let's stay with it yeah. let's stay with that yeah that's why i and it kind of why i alluded to the white spikes i was 
I was kind of, and I told Chandler, I said, you know, if, at this point in the season, if it were me, um, you would have to pry me out of whatever it was that, that I had been wearing to this point. But you know what? These guys are different. I would imagine that Cliff preaches routine and not superstition. Uh, I imagine that, uh, that you know, it's it generationally these guys, and, and even I played with guys that didn't, that weren't nearly as um, routine-oriented as I was. Uh, which maybe I should have gone their way because they're better players, <laughs> but it's you know I, I don't you know I don't know. Um, it, it's kind of a to each his own kind of how you go about that. Well, you were on this a while uh, before maybe others earlier in this season talking about how this East Carolina pitching situation is. Hey, let's look at it as an advantageous situation. I, man, I, yeah, and I'm wondering now, 15 years from now, baseball is a sports are a copycat deal. Uh, Joe Madden kind of did this, which, by the way, we'll talk about that in a moment. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. Uh, but East Carolina going with the three strong innings here, switch it up, don't let the batter see the same pitcher twice kind of thing, it could catch on. I mean, it could be a new trend. But right now, it feels unique. It feels like East Carolina shouldn't be able to go to Omaha, win a College World Series without top-end, number-one ace pitching. But that's just because we're not used to seeing a team do that without, you know, that number-one No, man, again, I heard you talk about it the other day, and I I, I almost called in because, I I mean, I really believe it is very, very difficult to face a quality arm, a different quality arm, every time you come to the plate. It's hard to get ready for them uh, from a coaching standpoint. I mean, it is very – that the, the spray charts, the scouting stuff that Texas has to have right now, they have to have a folder that includes every guy all the time. There's really nobody that's eliminated except for maybe the previous night starter, which in this situation, I, I don't think anybody's out of the question. Yeah. So, I, and look, man, with NIL and with the, the the money as things you know start to unfold more and more, uh, we're seeing it in football and basketball a ton. It's starting to trickle down to baseball, or at least rumors thereof, and some some cases uh, have been proven where guys are are getting pretty good nil deals i think those big flash arms are going to chase that money if you're a program that doesn't have the money to do that this has got to be an appealing thought process this you know our pitching staff becomes uh the wing t or our you know it, it becomes yeah, we're it, navy we're, yeah, yeah i mean it becomes where you're going you know what we, we we've got to we've got to recruit guys uh that fit our system that that may be you know, they maybe they still throw 92, 93. We see you Savage and these guys getting it up there to ninety eight, but they're they're going to be kind of one time through the lineup guys, which allows you not to have to find a guy that can uh, necessarily locate three pitches for strikes. That can, you know, it, it gives you a chance to develop that guy. And I mean, I think I think that's what's so amazing about what Cliff and the staff have done. If they they have done an incredible job of playing the hand that they were dealt. Uh, oh and, yeah, a and, lot of this and, happened by accident or yeah, by happenstance. Oh, ne- yeah, never never not designed. never would they have set out and said, "Hey, let's do this." Uh but, you know, early in the year and and I was one that said, "Man, I've never seen so many pitching changes in games early in the year." I mean, there would be I can remember games where there were 8-9 pitching changes, you know, and it's you you have to figure out, "Okay, who's going to be the guy that's going to take the ball and can get us out of this situation?" And now he's I mean, what would you say, Clip? I think the staff is probably I think there's probably seven or eight deep. I mean, not to sit here and try to name them, but even like the, the Beaker has kind of come on and been a guy that all of a sudden the innings he gave 
uh, gave the Pirates against Coastal Carolina in the loss on Sunday, those are huge innings. And yeah. then to be able to go to the the other true freshman, uh, I'm drawing a blank, it's, uh, come on, the, the hyphen, the, yeah. the other Lunsford big Lunsford Love Lunsford Shinkman. To go to him, uh, and he gave them some innings that, and those innings are innings that, save innings for guys that you know you're going to need so yeah i mean i i mean i don't know i don't know um guy'd be really hard to recruit that right um because you can't miss on a guy but but i don't know that that may not be the the way of the future well uh, when you come to east carolina we have seen this over the years you got to do multiple things and, and i don't think it's a you got to do i think it's a huge attraction for dudes that are true legitimate two-way guys because a lot of coaches will tell you yeah we're gonna give you a chance to hit in the fall uh knowing good and well that we're we're gonna we're gonna run him up there against our best and if if he proves that we gotta leave him in the lineup then we'll that we'll do that but the reality is we really want this this person to focus on pitching uh patrick mason from the reflector yesterday talked about how uh, both coaches of uh, Virginia and Coastal Carolina after the game gushed about Zach Agnos. And yeah. I want that guy on my team. Yeah. Uh, he's a ball player. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. Give me a baseball player. I mean, we, we I've, I've coached a ton of them, but one guy, and I, I hope he's listening to hear me say this, Brandon Scott. I mean, Brandon Scott was a dude that would just compete. He would just compete. You give him the ball, he played third base, you hit him in three spot if you need to catch. He played at Campbell, came in here and played all nine his senior year against East Carolina uh, in a midweek game. I mean, he he legitimately played all nine positions in one game. Uh, th- those kind of guys, man, those are just baseball players. You know, those are guys that 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 play for the thrill of the competition. Molly, uh, try to do this exercise with me here, not physically, but okay. verbally. Rank the super regional teams we've faced here in recent years: Texas oh. Tech, Vandy, Louisville, Texas. Give I me mean, your Van- power. Uh, Vandy's got to be one. Louisville two. Texas, Texas Tech three and Texas okay. four. All right, I, I mean I say four because we haven't you know we haven't, we haven't played them yet. And I'll be honest with you, Vanderbilt I'll, a clear one, and then the other three you could maybe switch around. Sure, Texas Tech was extremely offensive. They were, yeah. Uh, you know the, you, I mean Louisville, especially that, that part too. And really, you know Louisville's probably two. I don't know how I said it the with first their time. pitching. Yeah, with their pitching, but I um. As much college baseball as I've watched and, and always watched with, with Plus, I've not watched Texas very much at all. Well, they early, probably stuck them on the Longhorn they, Network. That's exactly right. Yeah. And you might, early on, they were, they were in a tournament, and I want to say it was the tournament that was at uh, Minute Maid. Oh, yeah. And I, I saw some of that some tournament. SEC in there. Yeah, S- yeah, that's right. It was a it was a, it was was a a legit tournament. But I uh, I saw some of that. But otherwise, I've not seen them a whole lot. So, I, I mean, I, I, you know. I'm curious to I'm curious to see um, see him as well. The only time we brought up Texas here was we were freaking out because College of Charleston beat them when they were number one, and we were going to play College of Charleston that weekend. Right, and we're like, what have we gotten ourselves into here? They just beat Texas, and I guess Texas fell from number one, and Tennessee never gave that up the That's rest right. of the year. But they've been hovering top ten. Right? Yeah, they've been up there, and top I mean. Five. They uh yeah look they finished fifth in their conference again they I think they lost four series on the year. Well, um, who so who's left Big Twelve wise that uh, finished ahead of uh, uh, Oklahoma? Yeah. Um, uh, t- and I don't know that who's left. Oklahoma is left out like of the TCU, Big Twelve. TCU. I'm trying to think. Who's T- yeah, TCU. Texas Tech. Texas Tech was in it. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I, you know, other than that, it, it have to look back. That's just strange see. to hear. They're nine overall and fifth in the league but 
that happens. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it, it kind of hard to believe we're eight overall. And man, I'm glad that it played out like it did. We made a big deal about it at the time. East Carolina getting that eight national seed. You got to go take care of business in your regional. But man, that feels huge right now that they're eight instead of nine, and Texas is nine instead That's right. of eight. It's like a world of difference. No, at least, it, at well, least from a confidence feeling. I don't know. Well, and from playing at your place, you know. I mean, it's it's um, yeah. No, I, look, it's uh, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a great weekend again. I. <laughs> I am very excited for my son to graduate, but I swear I wish he could graduate next weekend. You know what I mean? Or, or yeah. this series was next weekend. But Well, you'll never forget his graduation or ECU Super Regional or both because they're intertwined. You know, and so before the times came out, I'm like, you know what? What will be perfect is to draw like a 6 o'clock time mm-hmm. slot because he's got the party at 630. Now, and I would have not have blamed anybody for not attending his graduation party. Go because to you wouldn't have been there either. Well, no, no, well, no I would have been at the graduation okay. party. Right. But uh, but what a great time to have a uh, ECU Super Regional watch party true, in yeah. concert with a with a great... That's kind of like when I... Like people that, that you know get married in the fall uh, and they kind of work it out to where it's... Uh, the, the reception will be going during an East Carolina night game preferably on the road but it's always fun to be at the reception and keeping up with you know what what your team's doing mike mullis joining us surely do we have the uh david pierce comments from yesterday that quick clip mully you said you had a take on this right? well I, so I, yeah i do i want to hear play. we'll go ahead and hit it real quick you have an outfield fence that's five feet maybe six feet tall that people are hanging over it the bullpens are open. People are hanging over them. So the environment's going to be even different than anything we've been in. I've been there many a times, had players have beer thrown on them, had security issues in the bullpen. Uh, they really don't care. Uh, they call themselves the jungle, and they act like it. David Pierce there, formerly a Tulane coach. Yeah, came in with Houston. Uh, he's been here several times. So here's my deal on that, I, and, and I know it's got Pirate Nation fi- fired up, and, and what I want to do is be the uh, de facto coach of the jungle. And I'm going to say, uh, jungle jungle folks, bang the jungle drums, do what you do, but let's also not become uh, the bigger part of the story by trying to uh, make this guy right. You know what I mean? We, look, we know that we have the best fan base in all of college baseball. We know that uh, it is a rowdy environment, uh, but we also know that some of the stuff he alludes to is, a, is maybe an isolated incident. Some of it may be completely fabricated. Urban legend. Right. But here's what I'll also say. This is kind of like, to me, on the other side, because I don't know a way to, to make it. It's kind of like me saying, Clip, you, you got to go get this steak at this restaurant. It's the best steak you've ever It's so freaking good. It's unbelievable. And then your expectations are like through the roof. Like this steak is going to be crazy. Molly said is the best steak. And you if ever it's had. not, then and then you go have it, and you're yeah. like, you know, it was a really good steak. It was good. But, but it, yeah, but it wasn't because I built it up. If he's done the same thing to his players, oh, they're going to dump beer on you. They're going to be cussing you. There about the third inning, their players are going to be going. Well, it's not not as it's bad. It's, okay, it's not as bad as I as I thought it was going to be. Like, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean. So it's kind of one of those things where, um, listen, let let's not make him right. Uh, let's do what we do as a fan base. Uh, I think we. <laughs> We, we have some folks that do uh, a, a fine job of of, of, of razzing the opposing team. Um, I, I think it's far more important that we stay behind the Pirates, stay loud and rowdy uh, for the Pirates. But, but you know, let's remember, let, again, let's not make this right and, and tarnish what we have, which is such a special thing. 
I think that's solid advice. Just be a fan and, and support your team. Have and be, be, look, be rowdy be and loud. carry on. Get, yeah. You know, stay loud and stay behind the guys. The purple gold chants. I mean, the purple gold chants in this postseason run have just given me chills. Football esque, right? Very much. So, matter of fact, I would say because of the, you know, because of the the nature of Clark O'Claire, uh, the, the 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 intimacy of the size of the of the ballpark, I, I would even say that the purple gold chance for baseball rival what you get in football because the, everybody is kind of right on top of each other. And so I mean, you know, let's stay with those things and uh, you know, uh, let, let's let's cheer for the guys, but let, let's not make this guy right. There's there's no need to, to tarnish. Our reputation, we certainly, we're obviously going to have nationally televised games every game. We certainly don't need something uh, making East Carolina University or this baseball program uh, look bad. Let's make us look aggressive and rabid. East Carolina packing it to the gills during the regional, and I saw that they had the third or fourth highest attendance in regionals uh, in one of the games maybe Saturday and I think Texas was number one do they have like 8,000 yeah they they get a lot of butts in the seats they probably got the biggest state and that was a, he coach went on later and maybe it was at the same thing later on but I heard him you know he made a comment that hey we, we're used to playing in front of a lot of people yeah but normally it's people cheering for us right so I mean, and let, let's I can't not, imagine Baylor has a big baseball crowd like jeering no, Texas. I wouldn't so. think so. And, and look, I'm sure that if we were to go to Texas, we could fully expect the same thing, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, you go to Ole Miss, you knew you're going to get beer poured on you because that's going to start right at the very beginning when they shake them up and let them fly. So I mean, it's uh, you know, coach. Again, let's just not make him right. Let's uh, let's make it a crazy environment and support the Pirates. Uh, maybe give them a shot every now and then that's not uh, completely a low blow uh, but remember that it's the reputation of the program and of the university that's you know kind of at stake here molly this is sports talk radio 101 it's kind of lazy it's really lazy sure but go for it. what pirate uh let's go offensive hitter needs to perform this weekend if the pirates want to win i don't think it's one i i, I, I mean i think you you got to stay with the dudes that are hot and and, and again you know warrell has got to keep doing what he's doing um, Agnos has got to keep doing. Look, Agnos, Agnos has almost been overshadowed by Bryson. Correct. And how good he's, I mean, he's getting on base with walks, he's getting hits. Well, and you see, you know, what's lost with, with Lane Hoover is that Lane will, Lane's going to see pitches. Right, he's he's not afraid to hit with two strikes. Matter of fact, he may be better with two strikes. Maybe the one of the best two strike hitters in the country. Uh, what we've gotten out of Jenkins Cowart, you sprinkle a little Michael Ravich in there. I think the wild card factor again. I said it last week going in was Moreland, yeah. and Moreland hits a two run home run against UVA, which turned out to be the difference. So, uh, but I mean, again, I, I think all the guys have to play their part. Uh, we need to beat the ball around. It's going to be about really tough, aggressive at bats, uh, understanding what the approach is, staying within the approach. Uh, because I, I think Texas, where we really get the upper hand is deep in game two if we are to force a game three because our pitching staff is set up to do that. Their guys are more traditional. They're going to be – so we get into their Sunday staff and into the back end of their bullpen if we need a win on Sunday. I, I like where that puts us. I mean, I, if we if we can get this thing to Sunday, again, let's sweep them Friday, Saturday. I'm not advocating we lose a game. But if we were to lose a game, I don't think it's time to pack the tents up. I mm-hmm. think it's one of those deals where, uh, you know, I, look, I can remember coaching. This was American Legion Baseball, and we were in a five-game series, and we dropped the first two, but we had faced their best two arms. And I went right to the team. I said, guys, we got them right. We're, we got to go win three baseball games. We've won three games in a row so many times, it's ridiculous. 
Let's the just Pirates go. can say that too. Absolutely. This year. So it's one of those deals where, hey, we, you, you know, look, we, we, you, you got to win two ball games. You got to win two out of three somehow, and it's got to start. You, know, you got to win the first one first. Quick question from Chad. Chad is super regional in Greenville time. What are you asking about golf for? He says, with Mully being the golf guy, how do you feel about the PGA suspending the players that are playing for that LIV tournament? I, I, I will tell is you. Is it live or LIV? So it, it stands for 54. It's oh, the Roman okay. numeral for 54, which is because they play 54 holes, shotgun start, and they play a team format. And they pay these guys an ex- uh, extreme <laughs> amount of money. Okay. So my, my answer to that question is um, I, I think that. Um, I think that there's going to be some legal fallout from this at some point, and here's why I say that. All these PGA guys are independent contractors. Okay, By term, they're 1099. They're not employed by the PGA. As an independent contractor, shouldn't you have the right? So if if I've got uh, – if I'm building a house uh, and I've got a drywall guy in there and Clip's building a house, well, my drywall guy, because he's an independent contractor, should just as easily go build Clip's house. And if Clip's paying more than I'm paying, then go build Clip's house first. Right, these guys are having to resign. Resign from what? You're an independent contractor, right? It's 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 so it's not a, it's not like um, it's, it's not like a team plays for the Red Sox or a guy player plays for the Red Sox who's on their payroll has a contract with the Red Sox and then decides, hey, I want to go moonlight in Japan because they're going to pay me you know five hundred thousand dollars a game well help me understand though like you have to be a member of the pga correct. tour correct okay well they're not a member so they're not playing anymore well i think what he's asking moreover is should should a guy have to resign their pga tour status to go play in the on the live tour right and well and, yeah, and, as an, and, and, and as an independent contractor no, you shouldn't have to do that. I, listen, I'm going to tell you, I think the PGA and the NCAA are in the exact same position right now. We've always done things the way we've done them, and now money is changing the game. Mm-hmm. And and they've either got to evolve or they're going to find themselves left behind. You think the PGA would be better off if they just let them play a couple one-offs over there? I think the PGA is better off to get in, get, get in lockstep with the Live Tournament, say, hey, let's figure out how to structure this thing. Uh, we're going to have you know, you already have you have a major a month. Two of the majors you can come back and play on and not be on the PGA Tour because they're U.S. Masters and, and, uh, and the, uh, the Open because it's yeah. a USGA event. So you could come back and play. And, I, you know, I just maybe think I wonder about the British Open. But anyway, they, to, for them to have gotten lockstep with the money that's coming out of the Live Tournament, because so if, if you're an advertiser and you're sponsoring PGA tournaments and now all of a sudden – your field's diminished by guys that aren't necessarily huge names. Phil, Phil Mickelson's on the back end, but if DJ, you're looking at DJ's a big, names. DJ's and a that big could be name. a domino. Patrick Reed, DeChambeau. Yeah. So now I'm I'm going as a as a dude that's writing a a big time check to have the the Mully Invitational at Pondhurst. Hold on, this this penny doesn't have quite as much shine. You got no Tiger Woods to lean on. So if that happens and the PGA starts feeling it that way, you could see them. The, the, the only I think the, the only thing that's interesting, the thing that will be interesting, is this live tournament or or, or circuit. How are they going to make money? 
And are they are they happy just saying, "Hey, we got this group of of, of players, and yeah. we'll sponsor ourselves." It's but they got to get a TV. They're on YouTube or something, right? right. They, they, so they, they got to get a TV. They got a TV, got to get a TV deal. Yeah, and they've got to uh, they've got to get sponsors for their events, uh, major sponsors for their events. Uh, and, and I know it's Saudi money. Where are the events at? Are they? They're playing overseas? in London this weekend, but I think they've got eight uh, eight events in the U.S. They're okay. playing at a lot of uh, Trump trump's uh properties okay so it's i mean it's interesting i um i think there's a again i think it is very similar to watching uh what's going on with college athletics right now that w- the the winds of change are blowing and, and it's so ironic that all this kind of coincided with covid in my mind's eye that it's almost like people had time to sit around and think about especially <laughs> as we look at the ncaa people had time to sit around and think about like hey man wait a minute there's a different way to go about well because doing, and you man. think about what happened all the colleges started jumping up and down going we're not making any money we're gonna go broke we're gonna do it. well hold on why are we not making money because we can't we, we can't play we can't play well the players play right and so the players are going wait a minute we're gonna lose how much money we're gonna lose 250 million bucks because you know Ohio State. How about you know Ryan Day saying, "Hey, I need 13 million to keep my roster together at at Ohio State." So all of a sudden, it's like that kid at Ohio State's going, "Hold on, the school lost all this money, and the school itself is losing money because they can't have classes." But yeah, we're not getting paid. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, it, it was yeah. it was like you know, wait a minute, yeah. Molly, good stuff, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, congrats to your boy. Thank you, buddy. And uh, have a good weekend with the fam and out at the ballpark, too. We will. Hopefully. We will. All right. Mike Mullis joining us today and uh, five-star kicking butt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, you know, grinding, grinding. You going to be down at Conway soon? Uh, it's a good chance. That's awesome. Yeah. Keep yeah. it going, Looks man. Like we'll be there and up in Charlottesville. And I saw uh, I saw your tweet. I never see you tweet, so I got excited. Yeah. You put out the uh, the ECU tweet. Yesterday. Yeah, it's pretty good. Good stuff. All right. We'll uh, take a timeout, come back. More to go. Did I set up the lineup today? We got the Players Lounge coming up in hour two. Bryson Worrell, Zach Agno, CJ Mayhew, maybe Ryder Giles. I don't know if he uh, cemented his name in today or not, but we'll talk to the players. JJ McLamb coming up at 5 o'clock. Aaron Fitt in the 5 o'clock hour. And talk a very little amount of football. We'll get our David Price construction countdown to kickoff on today's show as well. It's all ahead on Pirate Radio Live. Back to go. More to go. What am I saying after this? to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, back with you here on PRL on a Thursday awaiting the arrival of a freshly haircutted, it's probably not a word, Brandon Manning, who's going to join us in a moment. Uh, i got the Players' Lounge in the 4 o'clock hour. Um, we've got J.J. McLam at 5. We've got Aaron Fitt at around quarter to 6 to wrap up today's show. 
Uh, Chandler is warm because he was just out at Clark LeClaire Stadium. And I got to tell you, my heart is warm because uh, tonight, 9 o'clock, you can watch Summer Night compete in the Outdoor Track and Field Championships in Eugene, Oregon. She's competing for a pole vault national championship. And I got I to gotta say, I love the, the tweets from Mike Houston, from ECU Volleyball. You got running backs coach Chris Foster. Uh, Blake e- Harrell. ECU women's basketball. You got uh, Coach McNeil with women's hoops. And every everybody getting on board with uh, with Summer Night. And it kind of reminds me of last week with Keaton Mitchell and the basketball dudes and everybody out there supporting ECU baseball. So love to see it. And we wish Summer the best. She was awesome when she joined us on Pirate Radio. And we'll get her on uh, at some point to uh, recap her conference uh, championship once again and also what she's doing in the national so wishing her the best of luck we talked to kirk craft yesterday on the show said you can check it out on esp and three tonight so uh, make sure you uh, are tuned in and see ecu's on summer night go for the national championship all right uh shirley let's hear so earlier today ecu and texas had their their ncaa mandated hour and a half practices and after that cliff godwin met with the media and let's hear what cliff had to say earlier today coach just talk a little bit about practice today how loose these guys were again yeah we did a good job we we're very efficient i think we were out there for about an hour and 15 minutes so guys were ready to go bouncing around having a good time it jumps out at you about this texas offense they're really good i mean you know i don't think it's just melendez it's, it's a lot of those guys are very good so we'll have our hands full talked about kind of player leadership stepping up this year more than most what exactly has gone into that as far as maybe pre-game meetings or what exactly have they done to be so effective in that role well they've just made the message very clear whatever the message was and they've got the guys to execute the message and um, you know when you're 14 and 13 uh, it takes a lot of player led it takes a player led group to be able to get to where we are today and I'm just so appreciative of their leadership and what they've done this year for our guys how do you put everything in the back seat as far as you know? You want to get to Omaha, want to do all this stuff, and that means so much to you, so much to this program. But you got you got to go out and win two games. You got to play the same baseball you played for 21 games. I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't thought about Omaha a lot this year, um, and this team has been playing playoff baseball for about two and a half months. When we were 14 and 13, and every game mattered. So um, that's been the unique thing. They haven't played under a lot of pressure like other teams have. So um, that's been fun for me to watch. What concerns you the most about this Texas ball club? Um, look, this time of the year, everybody's very good. They're very good on the mound. They're very good defensively. They're very good offensively. Um, but the thing that we have on our side is we're playing at home. So I'm excited about playing at home uh, for the first time since I've been the head coach. So that's exciting for me. You talked after Monday's game just about you like the way you guys got aggressive again, stealing bases, kind of pushing pushing them. Like, do you expect that kind of play to continue this weekend? Or you, want you, think it to start I, up? you think I'm going to give you that information right now? Maybe. <laughs> no, nah, nah. So, hey, um, good question. Not getting an answer. So, uh, starting CJ uh, for game one. Um, that's our guy that we have gone with when the you know we needed to. So he's the freshest. He's going to go game one, and um, we'll do everything we can to win game one, and then we'll look at game two, and whoever's available, we'll go with that guy game two. The Texas coach had some comments yesterday about uh, the fans and calling it the jungle because they act like animals. What, what did you think about that? Uh, Troy, that's for you guys to talk about. Uh, 
I know Coach Pierce came here in the early 2000s, and uh, probably some of it's accurate. I mean, if you were here in 2001 with the chain link fence out there and solo cups, you probably did get a beer spit on you. But I mean, now I don't I don't think that's going to happen. So I'm very appreciative of our fans, and uh, I want them to be very loud and very uh, animated and stay loud the entire game. Loud and animated. That is your uh, your marching orders from Cliff Godwin. If you are attending the games this weekend, Friday at noon, Saturday at noon, Sunday TBD. We'll be with you right here Friday at noon on Pirate Radio or Watch Along. So the crew will be here. If you're at work, if you're unable to attend, uh, make sure you check us out, interact with us, have a good time as we watch ECU and Texas. Just a moment ago, uh, Troy D, CJ, and Chanman were out at Clark LeClaire Stadium as David Pierce, the head coach of Texas, talked. We got some videos out, some pictures. Great uh, pictures there, Chandler, of um, of Troy in the interviews. I know that wasn't by design, but you got some good pictures of him talking to the people. Uh, uh, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. But CJ? That's, that's CJ. CJ Schaefer, the photog? Yeah. What was your duty out there other than to like look pretty? You're kind of the eye candy for Pirate Radio. Did you see the videos that I that's been posted today? Yeah. All right, that is what I did. Why are you so combative? I was asking you so you could tell the people what you did. Why are you are you hot? Are you? Oh, do you need to? I'm, just, I'm hot. Do you need to cool off? Yes. All right, all right. Get off, Mike. I'll let you cool off, uh, and we'll check in with you next hour. All right. Sounds all right, good. So, all right. He's a little boy, a little angry over there. Troy so quit D, asking. Troy D's here. Are you okay, Troy? Are you, are you as angry it, as Chandler? Not quite. It is hot, though. Do you have say. the heat angers? Was, I did last Friday. <laughs> Remember I came in here. Or yeah, you were in a good was, mood, though. Yeah, I'm still in a good mood. Yes, I'm yeah. in a good mood now. All right, good to hear. Um, it, I'll tell you what. I had a chance to talk to the Texas coach, Coach Pierce. Uh, backed off the comments yesterday in a big, big way. I want to hear it right now. Let's, uh, let's get right to it. I had a chance to ask him. First thing I asked him about was uh, his comments about his Carolina. I just wanted some cl- clarification. I just wanted to find out about his last visit to Greenville. It was a long time. The stadium was very different back then. What happened specifically? What led to those uh, that perception issue that, you know, did something negatively affect his opinion of East Carolina fans? Let's hear it. You know, it's just uh, an exciting time. It's an exciting time for East Carolina, for Texas. Uh, it's going to be a great uh, super regional. I think this this weekend is probably the best baseball of all the playoff periods. When you have 16 teams trying to advance, everybody knows what's on the line, and um, just some quality three-game series. Coach, heard uh, your comments that were well publicized here in Greenville yesterday about the atmosphere in Clark O'Claire, the jungle. When was the, just take us back to the last time you were here in Greenville as a coach, and was there any situation that you were involved in back then? I'll just say this. I mean, that's been totally, totally blown up. Uh, it was a compliment to the jungle. It's a compliment to say how they really appreciate their team. Uh, they love baseball. They get excited. Um, I've been coming here since 2001 at the University of Houston and then with Rice. And then when we went to the American, our ECU went to the American, and I took the two-lane job. So I've been in this environment before, and I think it's awesome. And that's really all I have to say about it. David, I'm sure you're more concerned about the way they've been playing lately, 28-1 of 22, and 
the, the streak and the way they've been playing. It's a great team. Uh, Cliff does such a good job. I mean, they're so well prepared. They play great defense. They, they understand who they are in their offensive lineup. And, you know, he's had pitchers this year buy into their formula, and it's worked. And so I think the different looks that you could potentially see has been beneficial to them. Um, so I just think that two quality teams going to play a, a great series. How do you guys feel you match up against this pirate program? Um, good. I mean, you like I said, I, I, I think both teams play exceptional defense. Um, both teams have different styles of offense at times. Um, and then I think pitching is interesting because we, we've got two guys that are one and two. Um, utilize Tristan Stevens quite a bit in the bullpen. And then piece it together with some other guys so uh, our day three seems to be similar to their approach on the weekend coach you guys like uh, you're used to hosting super regionals now you're the away team kind of just talk about uh, being away this time of year something you guys really aren't used to at this point well it's you know it is different Um, I'm happy we're in the super regional if it's on the road we're excited a lot of times we just talk it's just the way we like it and you know, we're playing a quality team on the road, and we understand that. So that's how we look at it. All right, there is Texas head coach David Pierce. Troy, could you leave the weed eater at home next time? <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. It's just multitasking. Sounds like a chainsaw. <laughs> Joey Perry yeah. gave you some orders. To yeah. get we were hope. hoping the guys would hold off on that while we were doing yeah. the interviews, but uh, sometimes it's hard to communicate. Hey, with good net sound. Yeah. That was great. With the field crew. But a uh, nice guy. He did, you know, last, yesterday it was – uh, they call it the jungle for a reason because they act like a bunch, you know, bunch of filthy animals. Was kind of the takeaway. It seemed like this today. It's that was a compliment, guys. I meant all the. I love you guys. Yeah, logged it back. I'm sure some people yeah. got in his ear from uh, his athletic department. Says, hey, don't don't stir the beehive up. You know, don't don't go over there and talk cause a scene. Yeah, I mean, it, I will say it got a lot of attention yesterday. Yeah, uh, the video definitely blew up in the Pirate Nation. I don't know about in Austin, but. Uh, Definitely walked it back some today. It was probably to be expected, but uh, they looked good. I mean, I had a chance to watch their practice today, Clip, and uh, as they took BP and and uh, threw it around. And, you know, they, they're they 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 passed the eye test. It is very. They, they look I mean, like a pro baseball team coming in here. Wasn't well, I mean, it unique too to just see that burnt orange at Clark Claire? We never yeah. see Texas anywhere here. Yeah. So just to see that was kind of different. Well, and, and you know, it's a little surreal because we, I don't know if we've ever even played them in a sport before, at least one of the big three. But we're just sitting in the dugout waiting, and we're just you know looking at the guys as you said with the burnt orange. We're like, wow, these guys really like yeah. in Greenville. Seeing the game. logo like, is crazy. Too. Yeah. Like this is a great opportunity for East Carolina and, to and to just pull. look at Brandon Manning's here by the way. Hey, yes, Brandon. Good to hey see guys, you. just look at their athletics and all. Not just baseball. You got softball playing in the College World Series final. Baseball playing right now. I watched something the other day. I don't, I don't know if it was track and field. I mean, they're at the top of everything. Everything Texas. but football. Their football Every, team sucks. Well, it used to be backwards in that for a few <laughs> years. I think that's why they got a new baseball coach. Um, but I mean, I'd give their football team chant I'm, I'm sure they'll be fine yeah don't get me wrong that maybe it's a money thing for them who knows yeah they need more money yeah that, that should solve it there <laughs> all right we need to take a break let's do that we'll come back we'll uh get brandon's thoughts on this super regional coming up also i've been notified brandon is it your anniversary it is my anniversary tonight happy anniversary to you and your lovely yes. wife th- Anna. Th- thanks for spending it with us <laughs> yeah I'm sure your wife's gonna <laughs> yeah. love that future's looking really good <laughs> 
That's great. That's great. Uh, well, Hannah's looking for reasons to get them yeah, out of yeah, the house. Exactly. So this is probably... We'll a, see you this weekend, Hannah. Huh? This is the best thing they could do. All right. And also, Shirley uh, has given me some important information. Got a Buck leaderboard update. Harold Varner third, four under par, tied for fourth, three shots off the lead at the RBC Canadian Open. Nice. Okay. Um, I do have a little piece of information, too, for tomorrow coming up for tailgating uh talk to the ecu officials lots will open up three hours before first pitch so nine o'clock 9 a.m yeah they won't open up till nine in fact we'll have jj mclam from ecu athletics on at five o'clock today after we talk to all the players club all right 9 a.m tailgating and more details with jj mclam at five more to go pirate radio live after this listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by university pc care your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs visit universitypccare.com to learn more today now back to the show welcome back university pc care has been pirate nation's go-to it expert since 2006 university pc care is the local tech support experts for any of your business needs let them take care of it so you can take care of business Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Brandon Manning going to spend a few minutes with us before we switch it over to the current players. Bryson Worrell is set to join us at around 4 o'clock. We took a ride on the Tilt-A-Whirl a couple times over the weekend. Brandon, uh, you've been a believer the entire way. Yes. So you got to be believing heading into this weekend, right? I am. Um, I, like I said, I, I didn't even print off the Sunday tickets this morning. Um, <laughs> I'm good to go on just finishing out Friday and Saturday. Okay. Uh, the what? The way what, I see what a, it. What a soldier. Yeah. Hey, wow, what a commitment to the program. One of us in here believed the whole year. No, not these guys. What are you? What are you talking about? You don't know what I believe or don't believe. Oh God. Oh my God. Where are you getting not, that from? Not, I'm not. I'm not. I've gonna, been positive the whole season. Troy D positive. Go, go back and hear the tapes on PRL. Troy didn't really the tweets. Troy didn't follow the season. He didn't know whether to be positive <laughs> yeah. or negative. Yeah. He didn't really know. That's what right. That's true. Right now, <laughs> when it, when, it when was, you don't know what's going on, you can't be negative. When it was it's not, a great strategy. When it was ninety in March and they were fourteen and fourteen, yeah. he's like, "Hey, look at the beach today. Can't wait." <laughs> Troy was way too focused on the time change and <laughs> summer. Summer. Yeah. He had a lot going on. Yeah. yeah. Now it's baseball time. It's all dude. baseball, baby. Now it's time to lock in. Big Rock, what? Epps baseball was very important this year. That's right. Epps, Coach Troy had his own team to right. care about. Epps baseball That's was right. On, on I was. I will say I was very distracted that, by that, my son's fine. team. That's fine. They yeah. did well this year too. They did. They yeah. had a great season. Comeback team of the year. For real. Most important. Yeah, you're right. Definitely, because when I was coaching at Chicago, Epps was not. They had a couple of very bad years, and it was yeah. almost like. All right, we only got you for a couple minutes. We can't do middle school baseball now. It's Babe baseball now. Cool. Yeah. Okay. All right, Brandon Mayhew gets the start. How about Texas Arms? Have you looked at the Longhorns at all? Um, no, I just know they got those two uh, top, two top guys. Yeah. Um, and and typically when you're when you're talking about that, that they're set. Um, you know what to look for. You know what to do. I really think we actually have an advantage of that. They don't know what our, what we're going to throw. I mean, I mean, even the Texas coach said that he's like, yeah, we got the the two real good guys. And then afterwards, it's like, meh. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not even sure what they got. I mean, he coached at Rice. Uh, I think he was at Rice when I was uh, in school. 
um maybe maybe Tulane I don't know but uh Rice always had power arms you know they they always threw mid to mid to upper 90s hit spots and then they would always just get you out that way and they threw a lot of innings with those top end guys and then kind of piece it together and that's pretty much what he just said is that the key to winning this super regional because let's be honest sweeping texas is probably very difficult maybe unlikely you're a non-believer no i'm just saying Um, that could be difficult is it better to just get one out of two get it to a game three no it's better to win the first two it's i'm just saying is that the more realistic path i'm just predicting what. what you think would happen you what? picked him to win in the sweep. Right. I did, and I'm staying by that. But I'm saying, do you think, I'm asking you, is it more likely it goes to a game three? No, um, because I really think we're gonna, they're going to throw a right-handed power arm that's going to throw fastballs, and we're, can we hit right-handed power They got pitchers. lefties, don't they? I thought they were one of their guys there was a righty. The Friday night guy was a righty. I think they're seeing a lefty tomorrow. I'll look Ouch. it up. Yeah. I, which is fine. He's used, yeah. used to facing lefties. Because it doesn't matter what sides a few of them hit from, they will hit home runs from both sides. Yeah. My yeah. man Bryson. I mean, left side, right side, upside, downside. It don't matter. Yeah. It's going out. Or, or he'll, Pirates in three. He didn't want to do two home runs from <laughs> opposite sides again. How many predictions you made? <laughs> Got to cover all my bases, Cliff. Jeez Louise. He, like didn't want to, he didn't want to hit two home runs again the same minute. He wanted to lay down a drag and then hit a home run. How about he does that in the, what, one o'clock hour, and then a dude comes up later that day and does it in the first yes. inning? I know, yes. that's unbelievable. The copycat, man. Like, I was wondering whether it had ever been done in history. I know. And, and then a guy does it the same day. <laughs> yeah. And that, I'm up, but up until then, only it's only happened a couple times. Yeah. I, I saw the stats. I didn't see the stats. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we Now Bryson can even claim the most recent. <laughs> yeah. Like, so now he's got more to do. That's just more. Yeah. That's more chip on the shoulder. And, and we're going to find out his take on the, the push heard around the Pirate Nation. That's is his right. back bruised? Yeah, from that umpire. Dude, was it assault? You don't put hands on anybody. <laughs> will he take Perry Costello to court? <laughs> I'd love to see it. We will do, find do out. We we'll get him representation. Right, do we know if it's a righty or lefty or not yet. No, I'm going it. by what everybody has said this week, and I'm going with the lefty. He said lefty. Yeah. All right. What about what about Saturday guy? I heard that was Both also lefty. lefty. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I think, Brandon, you've been scouting the wrong team. No, but I, think I was been talking We're playing Texas. You looking at Auburn? <laughs> no. No, I was. He's I looking at Texas A&M. Looking, I thought I heard they were, hey, we got two righties. I thought that's what their coach said. Be careful about what you hear. Yeah. Their coach, yeah. Don't believe everything you, you hear. plenty of garbage. All right. Well, two lefties. Let's get ahead. Get <laughs> Look, wind's going to be dying down. It's going to be hot. They're used to playing in the heat. We're used to playing in the heat. There's no true advantage there. Um, their heat's a different dry heat, so we got humidity. There, There's that. But let's use the time to our. It's it's like eight in the morning to them, and they're going to start playing. So they got to be the. I mean, in their time, really, aren't they three or four hours behind us in Texas? Texas, I don't. It's think It's the exactly. Central Time Zone. Yeah. What is wrong with you today? Are you I okay? Thought they were, I thought yeah. Texas was on the next time zone. I think you need to reboot. You should probably go home, take a nap, and start Jesus over. Lord. Brandon, you're struggling today, man. Yeah. Well, you're. Uh, I'm, I'm here 15, 20 minutes early. Not much prep time today. You're a little off. You're like two hours before you're usually here, which is 15 minutes. Are you? Uh, I got to give you credit. Let's talk about the most important thing. Will you be tailgating uh, this weekend? Uh, yeah, I'm not tomorrow. We'll we'll be tailgating uh, Saturday. At uh, the second and uh, where are you last going tomorrow? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get a few hours of work in, um, and then head to the game. So it's the okay. last day of school. I'm gonna let the kids sleep in and 
um, not go to school. Guess what? Well, Today was the last day of school for my kids because tomorrow I'm considering a national holiday for oh, yeah. Pirate Nation. Oh, yeah. I'm letting I'm my kids them out of school. Yeah, my kids are not going to school yeah. tomorrow, but I have a few things I got to do. I got a few. All right, that's great. Let's get to Superman who's Jesus. waiting in the wings. A national holiday. Yeah. I'm calling for the Pirate Nation. Everybody gets kids. off. For the, pull your kids out of school is what I'm saying. Oh, damn it. Yeah, Lily, no school. I'm trying to talk you into something. Uh, Brandon Manning Farm Bureau. Call 531-1812 to schedule a review and get a free quote. You can call Brandon, and uh, he'll have you covered. B. Manning, we'll, uh, we'll talk again next week. Sure. Good seeing you. Yes, sir. Uh, rest up. Happy anniversary. Get refocused. Oh, yeah. Give Hannah our best. I'll, I'll light the grill up for you Saturday. That chili was amazing. Best chili I've had in a while. Yes, sir. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. Bryson World joins us on the other side. Do you have your cape? Do you have the cape? No cape. Today. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do a show <laughs> while uh, Troy fangirls. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, quick Herald update. Harold has eagled the 11th. He is tied for second on the Buccaneer Music Hall leaderboard, presented by Dub Buck. Back with Bryson Worrell after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years, and you can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, hour number two of today's edition of Pirate Radio Live as we are less than a day away, less than 24 hours away from East Carolina and Texas. Super regional right here in our own backyard, Clark McClare Stadium. Coming up at noon on Friday, we've got Zach Agno, C.J. Mayhew joining us later on this hour. But right now, the MVP of the Greenville Regional joins us, Bryson Worrell, East Carolina center fielder. Bryson, good to have you back in here. How you doing, man? Doing good. How are you doing? Doing great. Congratulations uh, to you guys. And now, so when you saw the number eight pop on the screen at the selection show, you guys are trained and yourself, you look at one day at a time, all that. But, boy, that's huge right now, right, that yeah, you guys are the eight, so you're here instead of going to Austin. Yeah, I know the last two Super Regionals have been in pretty, some pretty tough places. You know, Vanderbilt having two, um, two really good starting pitchers, and then um, Louisville having two big leaguers right now, basically. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's awesome to be able to play at home. Bryce, I want to talk about uh, what's coming up this weekend with Texas, but let's, let's just quickly take a look back at last week because, I mean, it really was kind of incredible, legendary stuff. It's the type of stuff people will be talking about years down the road. Do you remember when you did this? And, and, and this was – it's pretty awesome to get two home runs in an inning. I mean, it's a big – it's hard to get two at-bats in an inning a lot of times. To get two home runs in an inning, do it on opposite sides of the plate. I mean, just – Take us back to that moment and how, like, did you know that, hey, man, I'm going for it again? Like, what was going through your head? No, that second at bat, I definitely had basically, like, no idea that I was like, hey, maybe I can hit two home runs from different sides in the same inning. Um, even after I hit it, it kind of didn't really register until I got back to home, like, got the home plate and got the dugout. I was like, wait a second, I just hit two home runs in the same inning from both sides. So, I mean, it kind of surprised me, honestly. And what, you know, a lot of people were talking about after the game, and, and this is where social media kind of can blow stuff up, too, because the video, the, the pictures 
with the umpire kind of almost looked like pushing you along. I didn't think you were doing anything out of line. I think you were getting ready to start your jog. I've never really seen that before. What yeah. did you even feel that? Did you, what was what was going on there? Oh yeah, I definitely felt him. I think I heard him more than I felt him because he was yelling. He was like yelling me to run, and like I mean, I don't think I really overly pimped that kind of. I was kind of starting my starting my jog there when he started pushing me along. But I mean, I really had no problem with it. I mean, I kind of get where he's coming from. It's a it's kind of a broke just broke the game open, and it's not really a reason to sit back there and over celebrate. I guess. I, but did you feel, as you said, you weren't really celebrating. Yeah, I didn't think I it really. It wasn't like yeah. over the top. Yeah, I didn't really. I really didn't it's think weird it happens to you because you're like one of the most humble guys, like <laughs> non-pimping guys yeah. on the team. So uh, when you got like Cliff Godwin tweeted about it after the game, did he see it happen when it happened or did he realize no, it later? No, I think he saw it afterwards. Yeah. Um, I think his argument was about the same we had earlier was the guy from Coastal was – like rocking his bat and throwing it halfway up the net, and then he doesn't say anything to them. Then I get yeah. pushed along. And the the other I thought great moment for for you in the game was on defense early in the game that catch where you literally Two lay out. Yeah, I mean it was an incredible um, athletic move. I mean that, that I don't. Do you practice those or that just comes naturally? Um, yeah, you got to practice it. Um, I think the biggest, the most reps you're going to get during that is like BP, your live BP session, and. Um, yeah, I mean, that's something that we pretty much practice every day. Bryson, uh, Patrick Mason uh, took the question I've been wanting to ask you all week. So I was, Saturday night was maybe the most electric atmosphere I've ever been a part of at Clark LeClaire. And it was so loud. And I want to say it was Geloff who hit one, left center, two outs, big out. And you and Hoover are converging on one another and almost collided and my thought at the time was i wonder if it was so loud they couldn't hear each other was that the case there like what was there hollering going on what was going on it was it was really hard to hear each other i don't think he ever called it but i didn't really realize that he was that close to it because he was kind of playing the gap and i was hustling over there and i think he heard me at the last second because he was like yeah he was like i I don't really hear you until you were right on me has that been discussed since then like hey it's gonna be loud this week we got to make sure we're we're screaming at each other yeah definitely yeah it was it kind of scared me off, so that's why I did a little jump move forward to make sure I wasn't running into him at full speed. That probably would have gone bad for Hoof, although he's a tough dude. <laughs> no, he is. He's a tough guy, but I, I weigh a little bit more than him. <laughs> this weekend, is it almost, um, since it's a home game, almost a little more natural than, you know, we, we often talk about the bigness of the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, we're down to the, um, you know, Sweet 16, if you will, right. for this NCAA tournament. And it, it's a huge deal just to get this far. Now, two wins away from the, a College World Series berth. Um, but being in Greenville, does it make it feel a little more regular, I guess? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we go, I think I got asked earlier, does it feel like a regional? And not really, because you have that, that two. It's the same opponent. You don't have three different teams coming in. So you kind of just, you're going to treat it like a regular weekend just with. 6,000 fans there going crazy. Yeah, and, and the Texas Longhorns, as yeah. we were talking about, it's, it's kind of wild just to see them in Greenville. I mean, right. this is, I believe, the first time we've played them in any of our big three sports. Got to be. Especially here in Greenville. In it's, Greenville, It's kind of groundbreaking stuff. <laughs> uh, when you see them on your home field, you know, right. what, what's your perspective? Um, I mean, we just know they're a really good team. Um, we've I've done a little bit of scouting so far. I mean, they got probably the best hitter in the country. Um, probably Golden Spikes winner in Ivan Melendez. He's a, Number 17. Yep. He's yeah. hit 30 home runs this year. Um they got a lot of guys that can swing the bat, and they also have, I mean, those two arms we were talking about earlier, they, those guys can really throw it. So, I mean, I think it's going to be really really competitive. It's going to be some really good baseball, and we're excited. 
Also, uh, maybe the best current nickname in sports, Hispanic Titanic. I mean, that's a cool one, right? Yeah, that's a good nickname. Speaking of nicknames, it did make me suggest Monday clip that we, the only thing you're missing is a cool nickname. Mm -hmm. So first of all, do you have one? Yeah, kind of. Would you like to share it? Meat. Okay. Yeah, we see that a lot on social media. Yeah, okay. Meat. All right, so so we don't need to come up with a new one. No. I suggested uh, off the cuffs, uh, since it was Hispanic Titanic, the Caucasian sensation. (laughs) And then I I had a friend that said uh, Caucasian Caucasian cannon. Cannon. Yeah. Uh, We'll go with meat. For throwing and and (laughs) blasting bombs. But All right, meat. Bryson, uh, the home run Sunday night against Coastal for the game, it meant you didn't get shut out. But, like, was that uh, probably individually for you, you felt good going into Monday. But for the team, like... To get one there late, I mean, did that have anything to do with maybe coming out Monday the way you did? Yeah, I think it definitely did. I mean, we actually had some pretty good swings there. They got the we got the starter out. Uh, he didn't come out for the ninth inning, so we got um, extra arm out of their bullpen there. Um, yeah, we had some good at bats, and then personally, um, I've been struggling the last couple of games. The UVA game, I didn't get a hit, um, and then up to that point in the Coastal game, I hadn't got a hit. So I think that was a kind of a turning point for me and also being able to get a guy out of the pin there. Well, that's the great part about this team, right? Because you have the big day Friday. You have the massive bomb on Monday. You had one on Sunday as well. In the Virginia game, Zach Agnos goes 0 for 3. You go 0 for 4. Yet Moylan goes deep. Wilcoxon goes deep. And, and you guys get good pitching. And it's a different hero. So they're picking you and Agnos up where usually you're the two guys picking the rest of the team up. Yeah, I mean, I think that's something we've done pretty much all year since we started winning them. It's going to be different guys every day, whether you, different guys on the offense or pitching staff picking up hitters. I mean, it's we found multiple ways to win the game. ECU star Bryson Worrell joining us in studio. Pirates get, get after it. The Texas Longhorns Friday high noon to open up the Super Regional here in Greenville, North you Carolina. you care about that at all, that it's, it's noon instead of 6-7, Bryson? Does it matter to you? I honestly think we play better in the noon games. I mean, that's something we've been saying if you had your choice do you do you care or do you like playing night games or you'd rather stick it stick with noon i mean obviously i think the fans everyone probably want a later game but as far as us i mean i think we don't we don't really have a preference this has become i will go ahead and say it i've been here a long time 30 some years this has been the tightest ticket i've ever seen for an isu athletic event uh the demand is incredible uh the secondary market's gotten a little nuts from what i understand so this is going to be an awesome crowd regardless of what time the game starts they're having a i saw the screen going up today clip uh if you don't have a ticket first of all it's on espn2 so you can that's widely available you can watch it on tv and they're gonna have a viewing party right outside the stadium uh where the pirate walk normally is for the football team are they putting our Uh, watch along up there you know what? That's a great idea, too. <laughs> I, we're going to have J.J. on at 5, and I'll ask him if yeah. before the game so, but, we can do that. Yeah. But they're gonna, so they've got a big screen, and it's, all, and it's facing Town Bank Tower and that whole plaza area. Uh, I think there'll be thousands of fans out there, quite That's honestly. Cool. So you're going to have thousands of fans in the stadium. I think you're going to have a ton of fans outside. You've got high school graduation going on all weekend. Mike Houston has football camps going on. I mean, it's going to be a wild freaking scene over there, Clip. Yeah. And Bryson, you're going to be in the middle of all of it. I'm trying to look at like earlier in the year in February at like uh, an announced attendance, and uh, because it's got to feel different to you, right? Being yeah. in front of five, the the lar- you played in front of the largest crowd in ECU baseball history yeah. at home. Mm-hmm. 
And I think they're getting ready to break that. Probably so. Whatever yeah. you can break it with, you know, there's eventually they're going to hit a ceiling and a capacity, and that that will happen this weekend. And I know you get a certain number of tickets yep. as a, being a player. I'm sure the request for from friends and family for you has been off the charts. Yeah, I mean, I got multiple people asking me, but it's like I like, I can't help you. Yeah. How yeah, many I new have. cousins did you find this week? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I saw something where it was like 7,500 requests for tickets, and we only have a certain like way. Like, there's thousands less than we have. Yeah, and those out. are like official through the ticket office. I think there's probably another few thousand people that would have put in for yeah. it if they could have yeah. gotten it. Probably, we could have probably sold about 10,000 of this, I think, if we had the seats. Yeah, no doubt. And it's going to be packed coming up this weekend. Bryson, how much uh, juice does it give the team when, you know, when Moylan hits a bomb, when you hit a bomb, but when you've got Mayhew out there dealing like he did on Saturday, and then how about Carter Spivey Monday? Mm-hmm. That's got to fire up the whole team, right? Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, he went out there and, I mean, he did his thing, what he's been doing all season, Spivey has. I mean, he went out there and shut him out. I mean, especially when you got the crowd on your back, too, and you're going in there and you're scoring runs and you're going back out there defense and getting a one, two, three inning, you're getting the crowd more engaged, and that means, I mean, it makes it easier to play. Bryson World joining us today, East Carolina and Texas, super regional. And Bryson, uh, there, there's been a lot of talk this week about you had the potential to go play professional baseball, but you decided to come back. Uh, do you regret that decision? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, looking all. back on it now, what a decision you made, right? Yeah. Well, and, and look, we talked about it off there, and I know you're not focused on it right now, but uh, I've talked to a lot of people. Your, your, your stock is way up. You know, with the guys, there were. Some, I was talking to some scouts. I told Clip, the Atlanta Brave scout. I was, you know, he was asking me, well, who are the, some of the players that you know you think are interesting to watch? I gave him your name, and then of course, in inning later, you do what you do. And I went back to him. I said, see, I told you so. Al Troy uh, thinks he's an MLB. Yeah. Scout. So if you go to the Braves, you're welcome. I'm just saying. Hey, but, thank uh, you. Yeah, maybe you hook me up with a ticket down the road. But uh, no, it was. I, I do think, in talk, in all seriousness, you're 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 major league stock from the scouts is way up and continues to if you continue to have an incredible weekend this weekend it could only get higher yeah i mean like you just said that that's something i'm really not worried about at this stage i mean i'm just going to go out there and, and play baseball and whatever happens happens Bryson, uh, 45 and 15 quick math that's 64 games how does cliff and how do you the leaders keep the the pregame pep talk fresh you know you mm-hmm. you try to probably mix it up some although you you stay consistent as well yeah. so well, how about those pregame talks how have they evolved over the year i think you kind of ride the way with how you're playing and whatever once you find something that works you kind of stick around that that certain topic um so i know like after after the tough loss to coastal on on sunday night one monday it was the the pep talk was kind of like hey like these guys beat us like we know what we when we play our brand of baseball. We're gonna win. We can win. So go out there and just play what play I've been playing all year. It was kind of nice you had the streak going into a regional because <laughs> the records reset anyway. And I feel like there probably wasn't a lot of pressure on you to hey let's win our 18th, 19th, 20th in a row. So when you dropped that one, was there any talk of man we just lost our 20 game win streak or was it more about hey well, let's go win a regional tomorrow? Yeah, I think it was thing. more the win, winning the regional and Coach Gowan said after the game he's like. We're twenty and one in our last twenty-one games, so that's pretty like, damn good. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> you guys seem so laid back about this. You know, they, they haven't gotten too geeked up about. It. I mean, fans are like off the charts yeah. about this, but at least as the player, at least to us and the, the interaction we've had with with Cliff and and all you guys, it hasn't been like over the top. And I think the celebration said a lot. Mm-hmm. How you guys after you won the regional. And you just kind of walk off the field. There was no dog pile. I really think that's got to set the tone for this team. That yeah. hey, man, there's bigger things to do here, and we're just not going to get that excited about just winning a regional. It's not good enough anymore. Yeah, I mean, you just said it best. I mean, we've we've won a few regionals. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, that's not the ultimate goal. Um, we still got a lot left to play for, and this weekend we're going to play our brand of baseball, and hopefully it works out the best for us. Excited to see you guys. Hopefully you can strike first, as you've been doing uh, in your wins, and it happened in the first inning the other day as you scored from first on a single, right? From JJC, was that you that scored from first um, to right field? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a hit, I, we had were a you moving on the play? Yeah, we had a hit and run. And That's pretty unique to score from first on a single. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I, at the time I thought he hit the ball on the line, and I look up and he's standing at first base. I was like, why? Like, why is he not standing on second? If the ball's on the line, but then it told me the right footer cut it off. So I was kind of surprised that yeah. there wasn't a play at the plate there. There was a little bobble and uh, got you all the way to home. And the monster triple too. Yep. Yeah, that thing that was a great hit. So uh, full of great hits. Bryson World's Greatest Hits. You can yeah. buy it now at your local music score. You, consi- uh, you should consider playing baseball more often. <laughs> Those catches, uh, Bryson, one of them, you had a little chest pound. You were pretty yeah. excited about for yourself yeah, the there. The second one there, yeah. <laughs> I think that was a better play. I do. Hey, I, I said the same. Uh, I think you covered more ground on that one. Yeah, I was kind of shading kind of deep in oppo and he kind of caught it off the end or got jammed or something and had to come across the field and you caught it you made the play it's a little risky though especially the the second guy that hit i believe was white and he's a speedster so if that one gets by you that's some trouble so a little risk but a high reward with the catch right all right got anything else troy did no man just wish you the best you guys are uh doing awesome uh making east carolina proud and uh, just go out there keep having fun and uh, keep doing what you guys do and uh i hope we're first of all i hope there is a dog pile this weekend uh whether it'd be good reason (laughs) to have one and i hope we're talking um next week which we'll probably talk anyway but i I hope we're talking about uh even bigger things yeah we're super Uh, excited so we're ready to get it going all right thanks bryce good luck man appreciate Appreciate it it. thank you all right let's take a break we'll come back we've got Zach Agnos and CJ Mayhew in the bullpen warming up. They will be joining us next right here on Pirate Radio Live as we continue along the Players Lounge. Brought to you by Delcor. It is hot outside. If you need some AC repair, you can call Delcor 321-8868 or visit DelcorInc.com. Last question before we go to break clip. Craig on Facebook Live wants to know, do you have any game day superstitions, Bryson? Um, No, I'm not really a superstitious person, honestly. All right, there's your answer. We'll ask, ask and uh, answer. We'll ask CJ and Zach the same question when we come back. PRL rolls on right after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it visit tommy's express car wash today now let's head back into pirate radio live here is your host clip rock all right back with you (laughs) pirate radio live hour two here on a thursday clip rock troy d inside the delcor players lounge with zach agnos and a friday starter cj mayhew gentlemen congratulations on a great weekend and now we got more baseball to play how we doing today 
I'm doing good. How are you? Great. Thank you for asking. Thanks for having me. <laughs> CJ, uh, well, let's let's go backwards, I guess, before we go forwards. And uh, just a great weekend for you guys. That Saturday game, uh, maybe the best baseball atmosphere I've ever been in, and I wasn't playing. Uh, CJ, you started that game. Any nerves in the belly different from previous starts, or were you able to, to soak that in and, and be calm up there? No, I mean, there was, there was definitely a lot of nerves uh, going through uh, I'd say more butterflies, uh, especially warm-up pitches. Uh, after the first pitch, kind of went away, but actually, like every inning when I went out there, I kind of got them when the crowd got up. So, that, and that crowd, Zach, that, that was awesome. Yeah, that was good. Going back to the nerves with CJ, uh, I found out after the game that my own roommate wasn't even watching me close out the game. He was turned away, looking at a wall in the dugout because he was so nervous. So that's yeah, a, that, that's a great roommate yeah. and a great friend. I was right more there. nervous when uh, Zach was out there. <laughs> so you're no more nervous for him than yourself. Yeah, yeah. So it's easier to get out there. It's harder to watch someone else do. Yeah, I, I had my hat over my, over my head. <laughs> <laughs> and your brother uh, was the same way. Jake uh, texted him after the game. He said his nerves. Uh, he, he was still shaking. He said after the game. Yeah, it's, uh, I actually talked – I called him that night, and he was so freaking pumped up, man. He was like – he I don't even know what he said. He said something like he sh- I shortened his career or something by a couple years because of all the stress <laughs> I put him through or something like that. But, uh, uh, no, he was uh, – I saw that text, actually. Um, and then I also saw your tweet. You yeah. said Jake Blank Agnos. Then you quoted and said Zach Blank Agnos. I thought that was funny. Ah, uh, yeah. That was a throwback. <laughs> that was a throwback. Two big-time pitching performances <laughs> in round two of a regional at Clark McClare. Uh So many great plays this weekend. That I wanted to ask you about the catch, the, uh, the leaping catch. It was a great catch. I swear, you threw that ball to Starling afterwards <laughs> harder than I've, I've... Was he pissed at you after that? You laced it in there. I mean, I kind of, he was kind of like, what the heck? But at the same time, if you ever watch him, like he'll throw the ball just as hard back at me sometimes. Like, well, obviously not back to me, but like if Amac gets it, he'll throw it to Star, and then Star will just like absolutely dart it to try to be funny. <laughs> So I just gave him a little taste of his own medicine. I mean, the catch was great, but all I could focus on was you <laughs> chunking it at him like 10 feet away. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I was just so pumped up when yeah. I caught it. Oh, I know. No <laughs> doubt. Uh, great weekend as you guys win that, uh, that regional and going into what was it like Sunday night after the loss? What was said to kind of get you guys back up for Monday? It was a quick turnaround. Uh, we just wanted to flip the page and move on. Um, you went 20 games straight. You're bound to play one bad game. So, um, Coach Gowan hit the nail on the head. He said we're 21 in our last 21 games. That's pretty good. Um, but we were mainly just focused on, uh, you know, flipping the page. And, you know, I actually really thought losing for us was good because it made uh, – gave us, like, a little edge and a little hunger to get back out there and win and made that uh, regional win a little little sweeter. You went out there to close it out. Uh, is that something – like, you know it's coming or you just got to be ready at any time? You know, how much does Coach talk to you about that ahead of the game or is it just, hey, you just got to see how it's going and it could happen at any moment? Uh, it, it, before the game, he just says, is your arm good? And I was like, yeah, like, I'm good. And um, it's usually, I'm usually honest with him. Well, I'm always honest with him, actually. But uh, um, he – before the – or, like, during the regular season, he'd be like – hey if we get in the jam you're a guy like you're a guy like against uva he was like hey you're a guy but i'm this is kind of my fault like spivey was pitching i was like okay spivey's gonna pitch he's just gonna go out there and throw his cutter and three up three down and next thing you know i'm in the game but uh so i mean I, like i have a little bit of idea um sometimes i'll like the last three innings usually if i haven't thrown by then i'll 
take a step out of the infield and throw uh, with AMAC on the side, just to get my arm a little a little warmer and get it ready to go on pitch. So CJ and Jake and myself and everybody's nervous at that moment. How are you when you go in ninth inning, bases loaded? Um, I mean, well, it was first and second, and then I walked the dude, which was sorry. You walked the bases, <laughs> but <laughs> you wanted that extra pressure. You put yeah, yourself in a jam. <laughs> I know. I thrive under more pressure. I did yeah. it on purpose. Yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, I wasn't. I was a little nervous, obviously. But I once I once I threw that first pitch, I was like, all right, time to go. Like, yeah. you got no time to be nervous. Um, I did tell Coach Guy when I was pooping down my leg a little bit. <laughs> And he was like, he was like, why do you think I tell you to breathe? I was like, okay, sorry, I would forget to breathe on the mound, coach, <laughs> just as a joke, but uh, something we could laugh about. But yeah, I was definitely uh, a little nervous, but you know, I, I love those situations. I was out there today at practice for uh, you guys and Texas, and you know, the, the Longhorns roll in. I'm like, it, there's a moment where you're like, damn, this is the Texas Longhorns in Greenville, North Carolina, playing East Carolina. How unlikely. You know, I mean, it's never happened before in the history of the program, especially to have them here in Greenville. Uh, what's it like having those guys on your home field, CJ? You know, that you guys, this is the, one of the perennial teams, best teams in the nation, year in, year out, former number one team this year. You know, to, to be able to have that opportunity now in Greenville, it's just got to be incredible. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's an awesome experience, especially being able to play here. Uh, I mean, I don't know much about Texas baseball, so uh, I just look at them as another team. Yeah, and I will say, after an orange uniform, (laughs) after a while, after watching them for like an hour, the 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 newness wears off, and it is, you know what? They're just a baseball team. Yeah, you know. I mean, the only thing I know about them is the uh, the video of the old coach, Uh, (laughs) Augie Grill. Oh yeah, (laughs) Troy. I gotta say, you really alphaed their head coach today. You're like standing over him, looking down on him. <laughs> like, are you Alpha. trying to intimidate him? No, you got your sunglasses on. I was just, actually, I was trying. To, I did welcome him to Greenville, as yeah. I like to do. Clip, you call me the welcoming committee. You are, yeah. Um, I did want to get some clarification on his comments yesterday, and I don't know, Shirley. I don't know if we have that queued up. If we can get that, I'd love to play that for folks that might have missed it. We can play the audio uh, from yesterday. This was in, in Texas, uh, one of the Texas media stations had it before he left and he talked about the fans in the jungle and i thought it was kind of a little bit derogatory and really towards our fans a little bit unfair quite honestly uh maybe something that happened 20 years ago before the stadium was even rebuilt um and so i wanted to have him clarify that and i really wanted to kind of dig a little deeper like what brought that up and and i have heard now and i talked to uh, let me just say a local restaurant owner that was contacted by Texas to host, you know, do some food for them. Right. And he was chatting them up and he called me the other day. This was before even the comments yesterday from the coach. And they were, he was like, well, we're excited to have you in Greenville. What do you think? He's like, well, we're really worried about the fans there. I mean, I, I think they're, we're in their head, <laughs> yeah, you know, almost. which is kind of, <laughs> kind of good. Uh, Shirley, do you have the comments? Are we ready to go? Can we? I, I would need. Uh, are you talking a about second. from yesterday? Which one? Yeah. Which Today. one are you looking for? From yesterday. We have those. Uh, I have yeah. that. Yeah. I just want to play that first, and then we can play his response. Okay, that is what I'm going to need a okay, second that's to fine. queue up. Let's okay. play yesterday's comments. Here's what he had to say about coming to Greenville and the ECU fans. Okay. You have an outfield fence that's five feet, maybe six feet tall, that people are hanging over it. The bullpens are open, people are hanging over them. So the environment's gonna be even different than anything we've been in. I've been there many a times, had players have beer thrown on them, had security issues in the bullpen. Uh, they really don't care. 
they call themselves the jungle and they act like it. All right, so I took that as he's calling us animals. Yeah. You know, I mean, how else do you take that? They it's call- some lawless they- place you walk in, I mean, there's no police presence. I've was- never seen anyone in 20 years th- throw a beer on anybody. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been here for 30 years now. That maybe happened in the old Harrington Field one time. Uh, I remember one time someone fell over the fence one time. Like, But that ever since Clark LeClaire's been built, I haven't seen any somebody issues. Somebody fell over the fence? Well, yeah, back in the late 90s. <laughs> How many so did they have? You could back up your, your, your um, pickup oh, the truck. truck. And actually, they didn't fall. It was the rugby team, and it was a, they threw a guy over. <laughs> I think that it was part of the, the a, a birthday celebration. They used to strip the guys naked and then carry him through a bar. This time, they threw him it in. It was a different time. It was a different day <laughs> yeah. and age. You can never do that nowadays. But uh, that, was, that was in the 90s. 90s. None of that stuff's happened think, since. Yeah. But I, you know, I thought I kind of took offense to those comments. Yeah, I think it was funny. He said they call themselves like they don't call themselves the jungle. They are the jungle. Like, yeah. you know, they're nationally known. They're I've never, you know, there's been one other coach. I'm not naming the coach, but the, it was because he was complaining about the jungle because we beat him. Yeah, and um, I think it's a fun environment. Like, and and you know what? If the outfielders interact with the jungle, then they. They love them. They, yeah, they we've don't, seen that so many times. So many times. Saw it this weekend. With, Coastal Carolina yeah. left fielder like silenced the crowd when they walked off, and then they let them have it because they lit a fire. Because the coastal player lit a fire in our crowd. Like that's you know what we're, we have a very. I think we have like a very competitive but very friendly environment. The like, uh, Coppin State, State was hung out, out afterwards. Yeah. They lose yeah. and they want to come tailgate. I, was, I asked the Jungle folks. I was like, did y'all give them a beer? They were like, yeah, they. Drink the whole damn cooler. Yeah, like they hung out <laughs> like too party. long. Like yeah. you've overstayed your welcome. Yeah, they're like go back Eagles. to Maryland. <laughs> no, but like they had a blast out there, and and that's what it can be. Like Zach said, if you kind of accept it for what it is, it's kind of all fun. It, it was uh, Trey's commenting on Facebook Live. I did. I got a text from someone that saw the video that we where we interviewed. Uh, the coach from Texas, and my friend said, "Very uh, a very Elliot Avent feel. He kind of looks like him, sounds like him." I was like, "I thought that's pretty accurate. He, it did kind of have an Elliot Avent feel Is to it." Is that why you were standing He's, over him saying, "What'd you say?" What? <laughs> Little Bryson Worrell action. I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> yeah. trying to. Did it? Do you maybe, know how much I curl? <laughs> <laughs> maybe it came off like that. Shirley, let me know if we have his uh, response today. So, is this my question too with it? Is it leading into yeah, it? Yes, the I think so because the, okay. the video it's it's the video that we put up okay. on our social media. So this media. is uh this was an hour ago, Clark Claire, as we talked to the uh, Texas head coach. Coach, heard uh, your comments that were well publicized here in Greenville yesterday about the atmosphere in Clark Claire, the jungle. When was the? Just take us back to the last time you were here in Greenville as a coach, and was there any situation that you were involved in back then? I'll just say this. I mean, that's been totally totally blown up. Uh, it was a compliment to the jungle. It's a compliment to say how they really appreciate their team. Uh, they love baseball. They get excited. Um, I've been coming here since 2001 at the University of Houston and then with Rice. And then when we went to the American, our ECU went to the American, and I took the two-lane job. So I've been in this environment before, and I think it's awesome. And that's really all I have to say about it. All right, so I, I took it as a little bit of a backtrack, uh, kind of. Let's maybe they got taken out of context, maybe it didn't. But either way, uh, it was a compliment, Pirate fans. So like, I think I, we embrace the wildness. Out, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, and I, we talked to one of the Texas players too, and he said the same thing. I could tell he'd been coached up by, hey, do not criticize their fan <laughs> base, do not say because he had nothing but like just glowingly, yeah, positive. Was, things wasn't to he say. was an outfielder, wasn't he? Yeah, the DH, I believe. Oh, DH, yeah. Oh. 
Uh, Zach, speaking of talking, I uh, I met your mother and some of your family members. Clips hanging out Saturday. with uh, um, Very briefly. Uh, and yeah, I'm sure. So she told me something. Oh, gosh. That... I believe this is what she said. So, like, <laughs> you, you like to talk, and we appreciate that on radio. You're awesome. Yeah. But she said something like, when you start talking, she'll put her finger up. And as the story goes on, she'll slowly drop the finger. And when it closes, I guess, what does that mean? you got to stop talking? No, is that how that works? It just or? means I tell, tell a terrible story. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, like sometimes from, like put it down like i actually tell a good story and start laughing but then sometimes when like i tell stories that you just kind of have to be there sometimes right, and, I right. don't, and i don't realize it they're funny to you but yeah. maybe not yeah yeah and she'll mm, and i'm like okay <laughs> clip yeah, wants, <laughs> time to go clip wants to start doing that to me yeah exactly i'll start a, a story his finger will start up and then it'll come down and <laughs> yeah wanna... i just mama agnosed you yeah you're, you're, <laughs> you're out of here uh, but it was great uh, to meet them. I met uh, Ryder's parents as well, and just the, the whole family atmosphere. How about Keaton Mitchell's, the new biggest uh, baseball awesome. fan? And you got the basketball team out there, Coach it, Kim McNeil, like everybody jumping on board. Holden Haler sitting front yeah. row, yeah. cheering you guys on. I think it's awesome. I love it. Um, I mean, they know – I mean, we kind of live the same lifestyle with our workouts and stuff and games, and uh, I think it's awesome that we can – you know, I mean, during, summer, there's, during the summer session, so like – there's not much to do here it's just kind of school and practice so uh kind of gives them a nice little outlet and i'm super excited to see him there it's a lot of fun i you know i always like uh seeing like jake or john send me tweets about keaton mitchell with bryson or get gone and stuff like that (laughs) that's the new catchphrase i love it speaking of which nine o'clock tonight troy d uh friend of the show summer night yes we'll be going for a national championship and pole vault super nice girl by the way out in eugene oregon she was a great guest and uh i've seen a lot mike houston is this on which channel uh coach Kraft said it was espn three Yes, so, it is ESPN three. Where is that? Does that even exist? I didn't think so, but go to your ESPN app. <laughs> what is ESPN three now? I think I, also, I think uh, it's on ESPN plus. Plus, so it, it might have been plus. Yeah, um, but yeah, just check your ESPN app tonight, nine o'clock. He but it's said. not on the ESPN network. If I'm flipping around on TV, just check your ESPN app. <laughs> and you'll find it. Thank you. <laughs> and you're done. <laughs> and you're done. Yeah. Turn around and go to the corner. Agnos. <laughs> CJ, uh, you get the ball on Friday. I know that's got to pump you up. What do you do on Thursday when you're starting the next day? Well, you, you keep the arm. Other than talk to us. <laughs> other than waste time here. Yeah. Uh, what do you do? Uh, not much. I mean, throwing wise, uh, try to keep it light, uh, get off my feet, drink some water, get to bed at a decent time. And you've guys got a team meal tonight. Yep. Right. So the, you'll be together tonight. Is does the coach want to have you like have? I mean, I hate to say a bedtime, but does he try and say, "Look, we need to get a good night's rest. We got mm-hmm. an early game." What, when do you? And it's hard because I mean, you're kind of yep. hell. I know fans that can't sleep good before yep. a big game. <laughs> what time do you try and get to bed and try and you know get a good night's rest? Uh, I think we we usually have curfew around ten. Uh, so we'll, I mean, we'll, I mean, game nights we're in we're in bed probably ten ten thirty. And what? So the games at noon. When do you report to the stadium? When do you start your pregame? It'll be eight o'clock. Eight four, o'clock. Four, usually four hours before game time. Yeah. So get, we'll have a team team breakfast and then and then it's meetings. on. Yep. Go, and I imagine it goes pretty fast from there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It doesn't feel like four hours. <laughs> yeah. Zach, uh, 
I don't think your head needs to get any bigger, but it was pretty cool to hear the opposing coaches say that they want a Zach Agnos on their team. I mean, that's an ultimate compliment when an opposing coach says that. That had to be cool to hear for you. Yeah, it is really awesome. And coming from two programs that have been at like the highest level, um, they've both won national championships. O'Connor was Jake's coach for Team USA, yeah. and Jake had nothing but great things to say about him. Like it's uh, it's very humbling. Like I, you know something i dreamed of man and um you know it wouldn't be possible without anybody man everybody's been a huge part of this road and you deserve credit because he's not just talking about your abilities talking about how you talk and how you you know like the personality so it's more than just you hitting a baseball or pitching that you know what i'm saying yeah i've had some good practice here i appreciate it uh no i actually heard bryson say uh his practice on pirate radio has helped him in interviews you didn't need any he's come out of his shell he has it's awesome and cj just decided I'm going to come in with Zach so I don't have to talk. Yeah, that was a good That's strategy. a pro move, CJ. Yeah, that was a good move. <laughs> <laughs> he can just sit here and look pretty, and Zach can do all the talking. All right. Uh, you got anything else, Troy? No, anything else you guys want out there? You know, anything else on your mind or you want Pirate Nation to know? That we love him and we, we can't wait to see him tomorrow. CJ? Oh, yeah. Be there. <laughs> what be there. Man be of many words. Trust me, people are trying to be there. You know, I finally oh, yeah. I finally got some words out of CJ because we've been uh, binge-watching Star Wars together. Which one? Like, Every single like one. We're on, we just watched the n- number seven, what is it, Force Awakens, and he is... Uh, He's pretty into it, let's say. You're into your Star Wars guy? <laughs> yeah, Obi-Wan. Have you watched, like, The Mandalorian? Who's your, who's your favorite have, character? I have. I honestly couldn't tell you the name. <laughs> I know who they are. He's probably an Ewok type of guy. You got Luke, Sky, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, I'm asking Zach probably every five minutes. Darth Vader. Yeah, who's this dude now? You like the good guys or the bad guys? I like the good guys. Yeah. The good guys. <laughs> yeah, I got a, I've seen Mandalorian. I'm watching yeah, Bo- cool. Bo- Bo- Boba Fett right I now. I haven't seen that. Um, Mandalorian was really good. You watched Mandalorian with us, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like he's really into it. All right. Uh, yeah. What you got? He is. I Trust me. Every five seconds, he's like, wait. And, I, you know, I kind of know what the movie's about. So he'll be like, hey, wait. Like, is that his... Is that... Is that his dad? I was like, I was like, CJ, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to. I bet it is. It might be. <laughs> no spoilers. Uh, good stuff. Who? I did not have CJ as a Star Wars nerd. No. I got to tell you. Didn't, didn't yeah. see that coming. Oh, I didn't either. <laughs> I don't think he's a nerd by any means. <laughs> CJ, uh, good luck tomorrow, man. And, uh, Zach, good luck. How are your to shirts you too, going, man? People can still get uh, the Zach Agnes shirts. Yeah, I still get them. Those are sweet. They can still get them at Barstool on right. barstool.com. And, it's going good. I appreciate everybody that's. Uh, I saw some out there. Some. The I know. I jungle the other day. I've signed a few, which I. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Speaking of shirts, uh, Washington versus everybody. Everybody's winning right now. <laughs> you know, I got this like when they were really good. Yeah. Um, I wore it today to the field, and actually, coincidentally, Chad Tracy was at the field. Nice. So I was like, perfect. But I got this when they were really good. Chandler is a Nats fan because of Chad Tracy because of Chad when he Tracy. played for the team. That's what I said. I said he was literally my hero growing up. Like, he would just come off the bench and hit a home run every time. I was like, why isn't this dude in the lineup? <laughs> he's yes, still exactly. he tailgated next to us at the last game. I mean, dude is still jacked, and too. Yeah. He look, I mean, it's incredible. No. Like, he looks like he could go play right now. Yeah. Have you seen his, the size of his calves? What? Dude, I'm looking. up there with Hoovers. Have you seen the size of his forearms? <laughs> yeah, well, that too. I mean, I mean, his forearms are the size of my thighs. <laughs> I guess that's hey, we got a bunch of Chad Tracy fans here. Chad. <laughs> You're not the only. Who's one. the bigger Chad Tracy fan? Well, also, wh- what happens when Cliff Godwin gets tossed? Apparently, he hangs out with Chad Tracy, according to his comments. He said Chad was hanging out with him, right? Really? In the, uh, in the I guess, his coach's office. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, 
That's all right, funny. gentlemen, uh, we'll see you out of the ballpark. Good luck, brother. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And we'll uh, talk to you next week. Yeah, we'll talk yep. to you next week For either sure. way. And uh, hopefully we're talking about something huge. That's okay. right. That would be awesome, huh? God, I get goosebumps <laughs> thinking about it. All right, it. Well, we need to, All right. we're not talking about it. All right, it. we're not we're talking, talking about, about it. it. We'll be back with you after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Winslow's is now 5th Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room with a brand new look. 5th Street Hardware also has a new menu and serves lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday. Plus, they have brunch starting at 10.30 on Sundays. What else is new? Well, 5th Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room now has poker every Tuesday night. Trivia on Wednesdays with DJ Captain Morgan. It's a new look, a new name, but the same location on 5th Street beside the State Theater. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Alrighty, back with your Pirate Radio Live as we wrap up Hour 2, head into Hour 3, and we will have a guest right now on the Pirate Radio Live line, Troy D. And I in the Pirate Radio Studio, Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt. Huge weekend going on right here in Greenville, North Carolina. Super Regional at Clark LeClaire for the first time ever. And J.J. McLam and the folks at ECU are preparing uh, for a big one. And J.J. McLam joins us now on the Pirate Radio Live line. J.J., how you doing today? Doing good, guys. How are you? Doing great. Doing good. First of all, thanks for your time. I know how busy it is, Jay. And, uh, man, first of all, kudos to you and all the uh, officials over there. I know... Y'all have been working your absolute butts off uh, trying to accommodate as many Pirate fans as possible. Uh, You have so much going on this weekend with the Super Regional. You've got multiple high school graduations. You've just added an incredible viewing opportunity for fans that don't have tickets we'll talk about in a second. Uh, I know Coach Houston has football camps going on. It is going to be an extremely busy weekend on the athletic campus and something you're involved in with just about all of it. Oh, yeah, it is – it's a great weekend to be a pirate, Troy, and uh, we've got a lot of events going on and a lot of things we're looking forward to. And, uh, you know, but we talk about the success this past weekend that uh, Coach Godwin and the Pirates had on the diamond. But, you know, our athletic department, we couldn't do it without every staff member that we had. Uh, you know, you look around, we've got people doing different roles on game day than they normally would during the week. So it's just kudos to our whole staff that it takes a village to put all these events on. And, and I know that uh, there were some people that were shut out, unfortunately, that weren't able to get tickets to the Super Regional. There's there's only about 5,000 or so to go, and the demand – look, it's demand supply. The, the demand exceeded the supply. Uh, but once again, it goes back to – and we've talked about this for years – the benefits of being in the Pirate Club and, and donating to the Pirate Club and having your rank in the Pirate Club. This is where it pays dividends, right, Jay? It really does, and it goes back to the, the Pirate Club priority system, and it, it does. It helps to be the Pirate Club member and to be the baseball season ticket holder. And, you know, it, it is unfortunately that we couldn't feel all the demand, but, you know, when you get close to 8,000 people uh, trying to get tickets for, you know, 5,600 seats, it's, uh, it's tough. And, 
you know, we feel horrible that we couldn't fulfill all the requests. And our ticket office and our development staff has done a fantastic job of trying to accommodate as many as we could. Uh, but, you know, we are limited, and that's what led us to the, to the fanfare. You know, we were trying to do something outside of the stadium that fans that couldn't get tickets inside could come out. Uh, we've got a video wall that went up today uh, in the uh, Burt family uh, lot that, you know, you'll be able to stand out there. We brought in food trucks, bounce houses, so really trying to create this fanfare for uh, everybody that didn't get a ticket to get inside the stadium that could be there in the parking lot adjacent to it that uh, could still help support us. Well, And I thought that's a great idea. I don't know who came up with it, but uh, kudos to them. I, first of all, I saw it going up today uh, in the shadow of Clark O'Clair Stadium. So, I mean, you're almost – you may not – be at the game but you're at the event basically you're you'll hear the fans you'll be able to see it on the big screen and a really cool plaza area where you're putting it up that as i call it kind of the pirate walk area for ecu football uh can accommodate thousands of folks there so really encouraging folks if you don't have a ticket come out to that area watch it together as a shared experience and uh really the first time i've ever seen ecu doing anything like this on the athletic campus i know the the Student Union has tried that before, but that's kind of disconnected from the stadium, and most fans wouldn't know where to go for that. This is going to be easy to find for the majority of folks. Yeah, it is. And also, you know, campus uh, has been a great partner with this. And, uh, you know, I can't can't leave out Visit uh, visit Greenville NC, Andrew Smith, the Convention and Visitors Bureau, and Wall in the city. Uh, everybody has really embraced this Super Regional in Greenville this weekend. Uh, and what it does for the city and, you know, the community and everybody involved. But uh, it has been a total effort. But uh, if you can't catch the game over here uh, on the athletic campus uh, over at the student center, they are planning to show the game on the big screen uh, outside of the student center as well. And, you know, our conversations with the city and uh, the convention of visitors, you know, all the restaurants in town, everybody, the hotels, everybody has been, just fantastic uh, trying to support this event this weekend in Greenville, coming off the heels of the regional last weekend. J.J. McLam joining us. J.J., we've had you on before when there have been issues and complaints, and you've done a good job of answering those questions and trying to correct those things. I saw some compliments uh, that I wanted to pass along from last week on uh, a Hoist the Colors thread asking people about their experiences with concessions and everything during the regional, and it was all positive, and I'm sure you don't get emails when things go right. You get emails when things go wrong, so it is nice to, uh, to hear some praise, and uh, uh, sounds like that that was smooth. Everybody needs to be patient this weekend with the number of people that are going to be here. But wanted to pass that along, JJ. That I heard uh, a lot of positive things about last weekend. Yeah, I really appreciate it. You know, uh, we always do hear the negative, but uh, last week was a phenomenal event. And you know, our Airmark, our catering and concessions partner did a phenomenal job with the concessions around Clark Leclerc. You know, we had over fifty five hundred people in there for three straight or four straight days and, you know, to not have any issues uh, with the concessions was, you know, it was a great win for us and the program, but also just for everybody else in general and for our fans' experience. And, you know, like I said, it takes a village. We've got a lot of folks that have been had a very helping hand to put that event on last weekend and then this weekend uh, with the events that we have coming uh, with the the Super Regional, the high school graduations over in Menjis Williams Arena. And then, you know, we do have a football camp. And 
going on. So it's uh, a lot on the athletic complex. Uh, JJ, that's what I want to touch about, talk about too. JJ McGlam joining us from East Two Athletics. You, you rose up through the ranks. You've been here as long as anybody in the athletic department, just about JJ. And uh, you came up through the operations side. I, I look at it almost a logistical nightmare for you guys. You know, with, with you only have so much staff to go around. Any one of these events is a big deal and requires a lot of planning and space and parking. You've got a super regional where you're going to have thousands of fans show up. You've got most of the parking reserved. There is some general public parking available, I guess, towards the Belk parking lot area. But then you've got high school gra- five high school graduations, I understand, two on Friday, I believe, three on Saturday, space throughout the day. Where do people – like, how do you handle the logistics of this? Where do you want people parking – for the high school graduation versus the the baseball game, and how do you uh, end up staffing all of this? Well, and it's uh, it goes back to the communication and the great partnership we have with the city and our campus police. So basically, what we've done is we've cut the athletic complex in half, and the south half of the complex that is around Clark Leclaire over to Carroll Belt, Stratford Arms will all be baseball parking. And then everything north of Menji's, those lots over there will uh, be high school graduation parking. And then, you know, you talk about partnerships. And, you know, we have a great partnership with Elmhurst School right across with their principal. Colleen Burt has been phenomenal for us. And we'll utilize Elmhurst uh, this week for some graduation parking and some other uh, assigned parking that we have moved over there. It's a lot going on, man. We, we wish you the best. Uh, what do you want uh, fans that are tuned in right now? Wanting, uh, what's the most important information they need to know? You know, I would say come early. Be patient uh, with traffic. Uh, you know, we're working. I think we've, we've got a very good plan with our campus police and city police uh, with all the intersections around the athletic complex and how we met earlier this week to, to get that plan in place. I would just ask them to come out, come early. And uh, let's get here and, and support the Pirates and support the graduation uh, like we can. And, and the speaking of early, now the tailgate lots for EC baseball will open up three hours before kickoff, so that puts it at a 9 o'clock where the lots open. Just wanted to confirm that with you. Yep, that'll be 9 a.m. for the parking lots opening. Uh, and then we got our fanfare on Friday kicking off at 10 a.m. And then we have our um, – uh, we have our uh, – gates opening at 11 a.m. and first pitch around 12.06. And once again, it is sold out. There are no tickets available. I know I had someone ask me, did Texas send any tickets back? Will there be anything last minute go on sale? Yeah. um, Troy, I can't answer that question. Coleman Spain uh, in our ticket office has done a phenomenal job. Uh, Everybody talk about the unsung heroes behind the scene. Uh, I was on the phone with him last night at 1.30 and he's trying to uh, assigned tickets so the guy has done an unbelievable job this week uh coming off the, the regional and uh certain areas i don't play in and i let him handle all those ticket issues and and stuff there but he has done a phenomenal job of what we've been able to accomplish this week jj it's amazing the situation we're in credit to the team and credit to you guys for putting in a bid to host a regional and a super regional we talked to ryan robinson a couple weeks ago and at the point where you had to put your bid in East Carolina wasn't even in line to host a regional, much less the super regional. So kind of crazy to think where we are right now and where we were when you put that bid in, right? Oh, yeah, it is. And hats off to uh, 
you know, to, to John Gilbert and his leadership, to Ryan and I, and, of you know, talking through that process. And you have to. You never know what can happen when a team gets hot at the right time, and you never know who above you loses. And, you know, it would be a shame if we're sitting here right now, number eight team in the country, and we hadn't put a bid in. So, you know, you have to go through that process because you never know. And, you know, John did a fantastic job leading us through that process. Well, the first thing that would happen is we wouldn't be talking to you because Cliff Godwin probably would have murdered you. <laughs> so uh, there would be that to deal with. <laughs> That'd be a big story. <laughs> if we had a number eight national seed and uh, J.J. didn't get the bid in. So good thing that didn't happen and we could talk, Jay. Oh, yeah. No, that is great. And, you know, it's phenomenal what Cliff has done with this baseball program this year. Uh, you know, given where we started and where we finished. It is, uh, it's been tremendous work that he and that staff and, and our team has done. Well, keep up the good work, man. We know uh, it's been a busy couple weeks. You definitely got a huge weekend coming up. And, uh, look, it could be even bigger because things go well. We might even be planning for a, uh, a trip across the country. So let's, let's stay in touch, and we'll hopefully be talking about that next week. All right, appreciate it. Look forward to seeing everybody out at Clark LeClaire tomorrow. All right, thanks. J.J. McClam joining us live from campus. And, uh, man, it was buzzing over there, Clip, today. Uh, people all over the place. And they're really putting their best foot forward. You know, new, just down to the details, the new mulch going in everywhere around the stadium and things getting cleaned up, polished up. And uh, East Carolina could be on the national stage once again, a noon start. ESPN2 nationwide will start the coverage for the uh, country for the NCAA Sweet 16 tournament coming up tomorrow. So uh, another huge uh, stage for ECU to, to make a name for itself. Yeah, I talked to people that said it looked awesome, sounded awesome on TV. If we could just get those camera people to do their jobs this weekend that was that was a big time negative uh hopefully that has been fixed and uh we'll actually know where the ball is after it's hit if you're watching on television this week uh because you were out there for all the games right so you probably didn't get to see that i did did not i was gonna try and tape the game tomorrow was it you can watch it later friday monday or both chandler there was at least three in one game where the ball was hit the left field and they just show the right fielder (laughs) and we didn't know what was happening yeah that's always tough that's a little frustrating yeah and baseball is one of those tough sports that they're not paying attention you know it's easy to lose track of the ball you know as a camera guy i'm saying no, if they're not, I, I if they're disagree. Not paying, if that saying, is your job, I know, you, but if they're not paying attention, well, they need to pay attention. Of course, well, obviously they're, they're not. Uh, we got to get new people in there. <laughs> it's hard to find good help nowadays. How are you like defending <laughs> ESPN on there's, this? There's a worker shortage. Are you Mike <laughs> Mullis? Are you taking their side? I, I mean, but this, this it's hard to find people to work a camera. You try to you try to pick up. A When's ball? the last time you've worked a camera? Yeah, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing because I'm paying attention to what I'm doing. <laughs> All right. Anyway, oh, what a what a major what if that is though, Troy. If uh, that JJ and John and everybody was like, well, Pirates just don't got it. What if I they listen about to it, me? Like, if they, <laughs> like when we were thirteen and fourteen, and they're like, nah, we don't need to worry yeah. about the paperwork, and they didn't put it in. I mean, I'm serious. <laughs> you, this is the year you're an eight national seed, and we didn't put in for the bid. Yeah. You go out I mean, and you win 18 in a row. Oh, it makes me want to throw up. I think the heat would have been mean, off of you, Clip. But I think the heat would have been more on I mean, like no, JJ no. and the guys. I mean, seriously. A guy like Cliff Godwin would have imploded. Yeah, that I mean because so. the road to Omaha is hosting a super regional. We've always that, talked about that's it. how you got to be able to do it. Yeah, it, it's right in front of you right now. This road we've never been on as far as hosting it in Greenville. This is a a road we've never walked on before. Getting ready to walk on it tomorrow, Clip. Now, will we walk down the road or will we fall off in the ditch? Yet to be determined. There are two paths you can go by, but in the long run, they're still the one road to leads to road Omaha. Road. Yeah, the other road leads to leads to the ditch. 
Yeah, let's stay out of the ditch. Right. 10 and 2. Smooth sailing. Let's do it. I'm getting nervous, man. And excited. I'm nervously excited. Yeah. I get goosebumps thinking about if they could get two wins, though. Like, it's almost like I was thinking back. I was watching a video with, with Keith Clare on it, and I was getting, like, emotional thinking, God, what would Keith be thinking right now if they could find, like, it was getting me, like, you know, what is it, what do you call, like, choked up. Yeah. It was cool to see Audrey LeClaire uh, tweeting about East Carolina hosting a Super Regional, and that, I mean, they play it before every game, Troy, in the video. Yeah. The Keith LeClaire. I mean, you walk in the stadium and you see him literally larger than life. Yeah. I mean, and his legacy will live on through this if it can happen. Awesome stuff. And uh, it's going to be an awesome weekend in Greenville, North Carolina. Let's take a break. You in or out? Uh, I can go uh, one more segment All with right, you. One more with Troy D. We got Aaron Fitt coming up later on in the show. We'll get his uh, preview of the Greenville Super Regional with Texas and East Carolina. More to go. Hour three will make you a winner when we return as well after this. listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Flip Rock. Alrighty, back with you. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live, East Carolina, Texas. Get underway at noon on Friday in a super regional at Clark LeClaire Stadium for the first time. It'll be the second time East Carolina has hosted a super regional. The first time was at historic Granger Stadium. Now it'll be right here in our backyard at Clark LeClaire. So we are less than 24 hours away from baseball being played, but we need to uh, find out how many days away we are from kicking things off at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium on our David Price Construction countdown to kickoff. Well, now we need to ask Shirley to do something. I'm going to let Troy, this is the second week in a row that he's been on, on this segment. Okay. And I will let Troy ask Shirley to do something. Troy. Shirley, could you do me a favor? Uh, sure. I need you <laughs> to back that fat truck up. Back it up, baby. Back, what a back, fat back, truck! Back, 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 back. That it is up. one of the fattest trucks I've seen. To say this, back, back, back it up. Shirley, embrace the fat truck. It's backing up. Look out! Here it comes. <laughs> Move out the way. I love this segment. Thank you, David Price. These Which, two. by the way, crazy side story on the David Price thing. Chandler? There is. Uh, so there was a memory popped up on Facebook the other day, and I was going through. It was from the 2019 uh, ECU Greenville Regional. was going through some of the pictures, and there was, of course, a selfie that Troy got. 
and it was with David Price. I'll have to show it to him. I still haven't sent it to him, but uh, there is so Chordy and David Price going way back, way back, long before David Price was even a sponsor of ours. One of the craziest stories I've ever heard. The ECU Football (laughs) Countdown to Kickoff is brought to you by David Price Construction. (laughs) Gotta had to be there. Run by that was it. Yeah, I know. I just got Agnes. You got Agnes. Yeah. <laughs> Run by ECU alum David Price. David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. Give them a call today, 919-291-5532, or visit online, davidpriceconstruction.com. For all your commercial or custom residential and building needs, David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services partner. All right, how many days away are we from kicking things off? I'll be glad to tell you, Clip. I feel like everybody's getting lost in the baseball hype. I am. Lost in the baseball sauce. With with ECU regionals, uh, Greenville Regional last week, you have Greenville Super Regionals coming up this weekend. I feel like everybody has kind of got lost in the David Price construction countdown to kickoff. That's why we're here. 86 days away until ECU NC State, Daddy Ficklin Stadium, high noon, uh, September 3rd. It's going to be a packed weekend full of football and uh, so 86 days away, people are wanting to know, hey, is there going to be a party to start the season off? Yes. Two-year hiatus, no longer. Pirate Radio Kickoff Party is back. It is back downtown Greenville at the State Theater. We will have a band. The Breakfast Club is back. Uh, it will be a great time. Time to party like a pirate. They'll have to wait, though. 86 days away until kickoff, ECUNC State. 84 days away until the party, party of the year, Pirate Radio Kickoff Party. All that on the David Price Construction Countdown to Kickoff. And, and you're right, I kind of forgot about football, and all the football guys have been supporting baseball. I mean, we you see all the players out there uh, supporting this team. Uh, Coach Houston was out there last weekend. I'm sure he'll be out there some this weekend. Uh, I saw um, Blake Harrell, defense coordinator out there, coordinator out there, actually tailgated with us for a while last weekend. So even the football guys have put football on the side a little bit for this big baseball moment. Which Get I gone. Think is cool. Get, Get gone. gone. The new phrase. Saw, saw Coach Mitchell. Schwartz out there with his guys supporting them last weekend. It's warming Clip Brock's heart. Coach Kraft. Yeah. Well, he's been there. there all along. Yeah. He's at every game. Yeah. We. Well, you know, he throws. He's throwing a first pitch out. Does he ever told you about that? Yeah, I, I heard a thing or two about it. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was right down Broadway. <laughs> uh, Coach Kraft tonight in Eugene, Oregon. With so, oh, oh, so he's there. Oh yeah. Yeah. He uh, joined us on Pirate Radio Live yesterday. I, yeah, I missed, I missed, I tuned in right as he was wrapping up. Uh, so there you go. Football. I mean, I miss, I was away last week when y'all did this. So 80. Yeah, where were you? Uh, picking up Lily. Oh, that's right. 80s. By the way, congratulations to Lily for all A's and B's principal list. Hey, thanks. Yeah. It was, uh, Saw that reported on the news. Big honor. Uh, 86 days away. That kind of caught me off guard because we were at 100 last time we did this. And now. If I could miss two more weeks, we'd really wow. get down. That it's number keeps shrinking. It's not rush things. I know, summer man. Summer. Let's let let's let let summer simmer. Summer night goes tonight. Summer man is sitting to my left <laughs> right now. I do love how it stays lighter later now. I mean, it's great. We know. This is one of the best times of year. It is. It is in your uh, top three power rankings of months. We found out 100 percent this week. <laughs> All right, countdown to great kick memory off. clip. Great David recall. Price Construction. And uh, you look pretty good in the hat. There, Thanks, man. Yeah, we're done. I tell you what, for hard hats, and I got, I got to admit, I hadn't worn a lot in my day. Yeah, they're very comfortable. I will say that. Yes, I can. uh, They've come a long way in the hard hat 
These are, I guess, these are uh, David Price 3M hard hats. These things, these are are actually a lot more comfortable than I would have thought. Yeah, probably get a little hot after a while, potentially. But they look good to airflow because the way they're vented. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, Uh, it's my favorite part of doing this uh, every week. Is we got hats. It's a great visual. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. All right, I might save this for Halloween this year. Maybe go as a construction go worker. Go as the village people construction worker guy? Well, we could all go like as a whole construction crew. Yeah. I'm sure we can get David Price to give us vests. That, no, that'd be fun. Like, that's this is it. This is my Halloween costume. Get a jackhammer. and Yeah. Easy baseball has one. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll look the part. I like the uh, Jack Sparrow hat that they break out. Yeah. That's my favorite. They got a lot of stuff going on. I saw yeah. Jenny take some pictures this weekend. There was a... Uh, she did? A took a couple oh i didn't know yeah i was in one and then i refused to be in any more <laughs> see i refused a few fixtures i got in trouble for it well i know yeah anyway we'll move on that's that new quick. inside baseball i'm just joking um but there was a sledgehammer there was like there's a lot sledgehammer course, there was a um, zach has the cowboy hat on quite a bit a lawnmower tire or, no, or like a lawnmower oh tire. yeah a little tire yeah so uh i don't know they, they come up with new ways they to find keep it those loose. things and go hey when we hit a home run or do anything good let's just this is a thing this in the air yeah, <laughs> yeah. whatever works for them. And, and Soon we'll people a, love it we'll have a pickaxe next or yeah something. yeah i mean it's getting dangerous uh, down yeah. there in the dugout keep those away from when cliff gets tossed let's <laughs> lock those items <laughs> up somewhere as uh he had an early exit on sunday evening uh and we'll be there tomorrow though troy d when the pirates take on the texas longhorns we'll talk to aaron fit later on this hour but uh you said you're getting that that nervous feeling uh, a little bit yeah, yeah. Well, i mean texas uh, i mean honestly texas that's why i need like a texas almost need texas. like a pre-game beverage just take the edge off take a shot maybe a jello shot or two uh-huh you know yeah what like right now or tomorrow no tomorrow (laughs) i'm not not insane (laughs) i didn't know when you wanted to start hey just like you told me the other day to save the beer for everybody yeah save the jello shots for me on saturday i'm hearing there's some jello shots yes the word on the street is there there will be jello shots at the pirate radio tailgate save some for me yeah who's making jello shots oh i don't we'll talk about it later yeah there has don't ask quite quite ask (laughs) yeah just enjoy the jello yeah. and quit worrying about where or who tomorrow uh chandler we're going to be enjoying some fifth street hardware second friday in a row and i cannot wait now people probably are thinking <laughs> are you going to get the same thing as last week well first you know thing- hugh hugh damn right i am <laughs> the patty melt is back baby from fifth street hardware i cannot wait i'm going crispy chicken sandwich because it comes with the uh, waffles so i'm i'm doing that had lunch there the other day I got the uh, black bean burger. Oh yeah, I saw that. It was uh, very good. Yeah, you know me. I'm trying to eat. I'm trying to be more intentional about eating healthy. Clip. So I'm trying to you know make better decisions when it comes to my fitness and health. Is that burger healthier than the say a black bean burger? I think is a lot healthier than just a regular hamburger. Okay. Yeah. I've never. Yeah. yeah. Because it's made out of black beans. Never gone down that road. Yeah. A little less tomato. It was excellent. I really liked it. But if you're looking for a little healthier option as we roll into summer here. I just realized I didn't have my hat on. Oh. I feel weird. All right. That's better. I felt naked for a minute. Wow. 
<laughs> Thank God you're not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be with you 12 o'clock. Watch along Pirates and Texas. And then you'll be uh, on the PA Saturday, right? That's right. And uh, Sunday, if necessary. If necessary. Sunday. So, uh, Which I guess we won't have. We talked to Scooter about it. That we won't have a time for that until Saturday after the game. If right. Needed. I think exactly. I yeah. think that'll it'll be announced probably shortly after that. But We'll just go and say it's noon. <laughs> yeah, I, I fully expect it to be noon. I'd be stunned if it was anything else. Probably you, so. You never know. Yeah, I think it depends how many teams are left and who's left and yeah. the, you know how they want to do the matchups. But who knows? Um, meanwhile, got to get got to win one first. Clip, you know. Let's win one first. Win one, and uh, yeah, just got a text from some smart Alex. Says shocker, you've never had a black bean burger. Who oh, you? God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, is it Hawaiian shirt day tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Troy, you're not going to be here. You're not going to be talking here. To me, I'm, not talking you. To you. I'm talking to I'm you. not wearing a Hawaiian care. shirt. Nobody's because talking to you. Because I, I finally got a Hawaiian shirt, but I took it up a notch. Oh, All God. Right. Took it up a notch. Maybe Shirley should be the only one wearing one since she was the only one not wearing Isn't one. Is it like last a week. shirt dress? I'll wear one with you, Shirley. Like one of those long, you know what I'm talking about? What the hell would I would well, you said a shirt up a dress? Like you see those girls you wearing dresses. You think I would wear a like, dress? <laughs> that would be taking it up a notch. <laughs> no, that would be a taking. Big notch. Uh, no, that would be taking it down a notch for me. <laughs> Jesus. I do no. have. Uh, I have one available to wear. If you want to okay. go that I've route, already, uh, I say we go that route. I've okay. already notified the big dog to bring me one because the one I had last week was kind of small. It, it, it was a schmedium, is what that was. It was a schmedium. Saw a little belly. It was I a gotta, little. Um, it hugged you a little. I got to figure out what I. I felt like I had a good rotation of shirts last week because it was four games. So I have four, you know, four different shirts. I had to go through the rotation. I don't want to wear the same shirts this weekend as I did last weekend. So I'm a little uh, stressed out about what to wear this weekend. I thought about going to UBE because I'm the same. I way. saw a shirt at UBE I really like, but I don't want to tell anybody about it because it's new and no one else has it yet. And I like wearing it before anyone else has it. And they go, God, where'd you get that? That looks really cool. And if I tell everyone about it right now, then everyone else is going to go get it. And then by the time I go get it, it's going to be gone. You shouldn't even have said that. I know. I just jinxed myself. Hey, strike that from the record. Delete this from the replay. <laughs> um, or I'm, I'm considering, but I'm worried about, we have those really cool pirate radio. Um, sport tech hoodies that we did. They're thin, but they are long sleeve. So is it a little too hot for that? But early in the morning for tailgating may be perfect. Mm. At yeah. 9 a.m., 10 a.m.? How's it going to be at 2 o'clock when you're roasting out there? <sighs> but they're thin, the clip. Yeah, the they're material not, is... They're not thick. Yeah. Not as bad. I'm just... These are the dilemmas I'm facing right now. It's a lot of decisions to make, man. Decisions, decisions. Yeah. So it's not just wake up and throw on whatever you want to throw on. When are you going to be ready to go tank top? I, I don't know if I'd go tank top. I may go sleeveless. Like I cut, I have a couple shirts that I've cut the sleeves off of. Belichick style. Yeah, like if we're to the beach and stuff. Sometimes yeah. you want, you know, you want a shirt, but you don't want sleeves on the shirt. Sure. But I don't know if I'd wear that to an ECU game. <laughs> I think you should. That's appropriate for like the pool or beach. I think it'd be or awesome. maybe even working out. See Tan Troy walking around the jungle with the sleeveless on. I think I like it. I don't. I'm just not it's there the yet. Troy I'm D. not. I'm not willing to rule it out. All right, good. I, I won't Anything's say never. Possible. Yeah, I'll never say never. I feel like I got to get a little better in shape before I start doing that. Though. All right. Well, just uh, just. I have a, a friend that wears the thin tank top, like the you know, like yeah, the, like the like the two lines. Yeah. 
And then, like, there's hardly any fabric after it. Got a little man boob showing? Yeah. It's a good look. I really think it's disturbing, quite honestly. <laughs> it is. You know who it is. Bryce from Hollywood. Oh, God, that guy. He, he wears those tank tops all the time, and it looks like he's not even wearing a shirt. He wears pants, that shorts that have his genitalia exposed. <laughs> very disturbing. Uh, those are called uh, hoochie daddy shorts. Is that what they're called? Those I got another called. name. Something huggers. It's called protect yourself. <laughs> he's uh, oh my god. Yeah, that yeah, guy. He's a unique one. He wears some clothes. You should. Uh, yeah, next time you go out to California. Oh god, hanging out with him in his own environment. You should LA, raid his closet. Troy. It is a scene. Yeah. Just a bunch of Bryce's out there. I mean, it is. He blends right in out there. Nobody looks twice at it. All right. Uh, Shirley Rhodes, speaking of booty, let's open up the booty bag. Booty bag. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. <laughs> Troy D going with the Borat. Yeah, I just had a friend <laughs> send me the Borat outfit. Boy, that would be a tough one to pull off. Hey, look, you, you want people talking about you. That would do it. All right, Shirley, what are we giving away today? How about a $15 gift card to Wings over Greenville? All righty. What call are we looking for? Uh, 12. Caller 12, 317-1250. You can be a winner. We're back with more. Got Aaron Fit joining us later on this hour. And I'm going to step out, Clip. I'll let you take it from here with Aaron, and I will uh, talk with you after the game. Yeah, we'll talk to you tomorrow yep. after the Pirates and Texas play game one of their Super Regional. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, congratulations to Irwin Sugg of Hookerton, North Carolina. Picked up a $15 gift card to Wings Over Greenville. Wings over Greenville is your tailgating headquarters for the Super Regional this weekend. If you're in the jungle and don't feel like firing up the grill, let Wings Over take uh, take care of your tailgate spread. While you're ordering for your jungle crew, be sure to check out the all-new tender sandwiches. Or you can order a large tray of wings, tenders, and waffle fries. Give them a call at 758-9464 to place your order. Wings Over Greenville, your Greenville Regional Super Regional tailgating headquarters. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All righty, back with you here on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Yeah, it's been a busy week. The days just kind of run together, and we make it to Friday. We make it to Super. I mean, we wake up tomorrow, folks. We're in a freaking Super Regional in Greenville, North Carolina. You don't have to pinch yourself. We're not dreaming. We are. Uh, Right here, dealing with reality, the real thing, at 12 o'clock. We'll be with you in the Pirate Radio studios. So if you are at work, if you are at home, if you are at the pool, if you are on the beach, if you are doing anything other than celebrating inside Clark LeClaire Stadium, you can pull us up on YouTube, Facebook, be a part of our show. We'll have a good time coming up Friday at noon with a watch-along. All right, let's uh, before we get to Aaron Fit from D1 Baseball, 
Uh, expecting to talk to him in about seven minutes or so. So surely we got just enough time to hear from Texas player Austin Todd and also want to reset Cliff Godwin if you missed it earlier in our show. Let's hear uh, from Cliff first. This is East Carolina head baseball coach Cliff Godwin earlier today as he met with the press after the Pirates practice. Coach, just talk a little bit about practice today, how loose these guys were again. Yeah, we did a good job. We were very efficient. I think we were out there for about an hour and 15 minutes, so guys were ready to go, bouncing around, having a good time. What jumps out at you about this Texas offense? They're really good. I mean, you know, I don't think it's just Melendez. It's, it's a lot of those guys are very good, so we'll have our hands full. You talked about kind of player leadership stepping up this year more than most. What exactly has gone into that as far as maybe pregame meetings or what exactly have they done to be so effective in that role? Well, they've just made the message very clear, whatever the message was, and they've got the guys to execute the message. And, um, you know, when you're 14 and 13, uh, it takes a lot of player-led it takes a player-led group to be able to get to where we are today and I'm just so appreciative of their leadership and what they've done this year for our guys. How do you put everything in the back seat as far as you know you want to get to Omaha want to do all this stuff and that means so much to you so much to this program but you got you got to go out and win two games you got to play the same baseball you played for 21 games. I'm gonna be honest with you I haven't thought about Omaha a lot this year. Um, and this team has been playing playoff baseball for about two and a half months when we were 14 and 13, and every game mattered. So um, that's been the unique thing. They haven't played under a lot of pressure like other teams have, so um, that's been fun for me to watch. What concerns you the most about this Texas ball club? Um, Look, this time of the year, everybody's very good. They're very good on the mound. They're very good defensively. They're very good offensively. Um, But the thing that we have on our side is we're playing at home, so I'm excited about playing at home uh, for the first time since I've been the head coach, so that's exciting for me. You talked after Monday's game just about you like the way you guys got aggressive again, stealing bases, kind of pushing pushing them. Like, do you expect that kind of play to continue this weekend? Or you, you, think to start I, up? you think I'm going to give you that information right now? Maybe. <laughs> no, no. So, hey, um, good question. Not getting an answer. So, so it's on, uh, starting CJ uh, for game one. Um, that's our guy that we have gone with when the you know we needed to. So he's the freshest. He's going to go game one, and um, we'll do everything we can to win game one, and then we'll look at game two, and whoever's available, we'll go with that guy game two. The Texas coach had some comments yesterday about uh, the fans and calling it the jungle because they act like animals. What, what did you think about that? Uh, Troy, that's for you guys to talk about. Uh, I know Coach Pierce came here in the early 2000s, and uh, probably some of us accurate. I mean, if you were here in 2001 with the chain link fence out there and solo cups, you probably did get a beer spit on you. But, I mean, now I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. So I'm very appreciative of our fans, and uh, I want them to be very loud and very uh, animated and stay loud the entire game. Cliff Godwin, uh, ready to see Pirate Nation in full force coming up this weekend at the uh, Greenville Super Regional East Carolina, taking on the Longhorns of Texas. We heard from David Pierce earlier in the show. Let's hear from Austin Todd. He is the Longhorns DH as he spoke to the media after today's practice. Just your initial impressions of East Carolina and the Super Regional. I uh, there's a lot of you know a lot of hype around this regional. I'm with, I know that we're all excited. You know this place is a beautiful ballpark, and we're excited to see you know the crowd that this place brings out. 
The coach has some comments about the crowd and the jungle atmosphere. What are your expectations going into this weekend concerning that? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the the comments that he made, I think they were nothing but positive comments, you know, towards the jungle. I think, you know, we play in a lot of great atmospheres in our schedule and all that, and, you know, it's another another exciting challenge for us. He's come here a couple of times. Has he, like, given you any advice on, like, dealing with uh, the hecklers here? <laughs> no, nah, I mean, just go play a game, you know. Just, uh, just it's another game of baseball. Virginia came down, and one of their assistants is a friend of ours. He was talking that it's hard to prepare for East Carolina because you don't know what they're going to bring in on the mound. Now, C.J. Mayer is going to start the left-hander, but they bring a lot of guys in, don't they? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's definitely one thing that we're going to look at, you know, as a hitting hitting staff. Uh, but, you know, whoever they run out there, we're going to be excited for them. You guys are used to hosting more of these than being a road team. What are the challenges now facing you guys uh, being on the road? Yeah, you know, just the environments, you know, uh, you go, you go home. You go away. You know, you're changing it up. You know, it's just everything. Everything is on the line. So our season is on the line. It's it's one thing that we just got to deal with, and we're looking forward to it. Do you have to fight the feeling that your season's on the line? You know. Yeah, I mean, you just go out there and play the game, and then whatever happens, happens. The only thing you can control is is your at bats, your pitches that you make, and playing good defense. All right, Austin Todd there, uh, Texas Longhorn talking today i saw a very little bit of texas bp unfortunately i missed the melendez kid the hispanic titanic so i uh, did not get to see him take uh, bp today chandler was out there all day long and oh, we talked with molly i mean it's hard to kind of gather what we see out there they're just dudes hitting off a pitcher but no, it was like did, that did they week. look any different when you saw east carolina do it and texas do it anybody more animated anybody i mean no i mean they're the just it, it, you could tell that the mindset is just they're so focused out there and it's it's exactly how it was last week in the regional i mean looking at coppin state virginia coastal carolina even east carolina yeah i mean they're just out there taking bp it's another day of practice so all right uh aaron fit is joining us on the uh, pirate radio live line as aaron was able to take in a lot of baseball at the greenville regional last weekend he joins us today aaron how you doing man I'm okay, Cliff. How are you doing? Doing great, and uh, it was great to see you uh, at the Greenville Regional at Clark LeClaire Stadium. And, Aaron, uh, you going to be making it back? Are you going to be able to see some super regional action this weekend? Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there uh, probably you know, as many games as it takes. So it's going to be a fantastic atmosphere, of course. It always is down there, but you bring in Texas and, and the first super regional ever in Greenville. It's pretty exciting. Cliff Godwin has got on me, Aaron, for uh, for not believing in these Pirates. And I had you on back in March, and you said that the ship had sailed on East Carolina hosting. Nobody had East Carolina winning 20 games in a row and doing what they did to wrap up the season. So, uh, you know, from that point to now, I know you're surprised. How surprised are you about how East Carolina has uh, finished out this season, how they've been playing? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely surprised. You know, I certainly – um, after they lost Carson Wisenhunt, we thought that that changed the outlook for this team. And, and then, you know, eventually they, they kind of figured it out, but we still thought they're just too far back to host. You know, I mean, even uh, a month ago, you know, you're, you're sitting there probably outside the top 50 in the RPI, you know, six weeks ago, certainly. And, and they kind of in the, in the model there in the American, they hadn't separated themselves yet. And, um, you know, they didn't really seem they had the starting pitching to do it. And then they just figured it out. You know, it's incredible coaching job by, by Cliff Godwin and his staff. I just got to give him a lot of credit. Aaron Fid joining us. Aaron, give us your take on Texas. I hear, you know, couple of top-end arms. You've got Melendez, the Hispanic Titanic, who is one of the best hitters in the country, if not the best. Uh, what else stands out to you about this Longhorns team we'll see this weekend? 
Well, they're extremely offensive. You know, I mean, it goes beyond Melendez. There's a lot of guys there who can really hurt you and do damage. Um, Murphy Staley's had a fantastic year. Uh, it's a team that's really athletic and defends. They are standing up the middle. They've got, in my opinion, the, the best catcher in the country. Actually, I don't think it's my opinion. I think it's just a fact. Dallas Arduan is the best catcher in the country. You cannot run on the guy. Uh, you've got a real shortstop uh, in Trey Faltini. Mitchell Daly second base. Those guys are fun to watch. It's just a, it's just a very good balanced group of position players, and they, uh, you know, they're, they're very right-handed. The key, the key against them is you can spin a good right-handed breaking ball. Maybe you can sh- slow down that offense, but um, you know that that's certainly crucial. A guy like Trey Savage, you would think would be would be very important. You know, Garrett Taylor, Carter Spivey, those guys that can spin that breaking ball uh, are going to be crucial in this series. And pitching-wise, Aaron, uh, sounds like they're left-handed, uh, at least their first two starters. Now, East Carolina, left-handed heavy lineup, left-handed hitters on the bench as well, but uh, have had success uh, hitting lefties. So, looks like they're going to have to do that again this weekend, right, at least for the starters. For sure, yeah, and, and you're right, because Pete Hansen is one of the best left-handed pitchers in the country. Um, you know, and he's got a very good slider, too. He's very good against lefties. That's a tough matchup for East Carolina, you know, and you got to figure that a a Bryson Worrell hitting from the right side and, and a, uh, a Zach Agnos, those guys are going to be crucial here just from the matchup standpoint. But the lefties got to hold their own, you know. I mean, um, and Lane Hoover certainly has proven that, that he can do that, you know, an experienced guy that uh, hangs in there and has quality at bats against anybody. Um, but, you know, J- Jenkins Coward, I mean, they got a whole bunch of lefties kind of stacked in the middle of that order, Josh Moylan. Um, and those guys are going to have to, you know, they're going to be challenged this weekend. So that's definitely a key matchup. Aaron Fitt, D1 Baseball, joining us at D1 Baseball, your headquarters for college baseball coverage all year long, and certainly now that we are uh, at the Super Regional level. Aaron, uh, Saturday night, uh, I was in that same press box with you when you said it was comically loud at Clark LeClaire Stadium. Uh, That was the best baseball atmosphere I ever recall being a part of, and you had some very high praise for the fans and the atmosphere, Aaron, uh, at what you saw last weekend. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, I mean, I, I, I literally couldn't hear the guy next to me um, in the press box. I had to lean over, you know, and that was with the windows open, of course. But it was awesome. It was really, really fun. Um, and and I've, I've experienced some great postseason atmospheres at, at Clark Player before. But in my opinion, that was the, the best one um, that I've been a part of. And, you know, I mean, the, the, the amount of noise they generated, I, mean, I, I compared it to Alex Box Stadium. And for me, that's the gold standard when it comes to noise. You know, there's just a roar that comes from that place with the, the size of the crowd and just the, the giant overhang and just the acoustics of it all. It just is an incredible deafening roar. Uh, but the noise that those people made on Saturday night was, was uh, it, it seemed like it was on par, you know, and that's pretty impressive. It was, it was an awesome atmosphere. And we'll see if that noise can be generated uh, early this time. A couple of noon games for games one and two. Game three, if necessary, will be on Sunday. Aaron, uh, I know the picks are out, so uh, the favorite in this uh, Super Regional is Texas. I know uh, D1 Baseball, I think more people pick Texas than East Carolina, but I've seen a lot of, you know, would not shock me if the Pirates won. Maybe a 60-40, 55-45 situation with East Carolina and Texas. How about you, Aaron? How do you think this thing goes? Yeah, I think our staff was pretty well split. I think it was five to four, uh, maybe five for Texas, four for ECU. I think it was, but I'm, I'm on the ECU side. You know, I just think this is the, this is the year. This is the year they do it. it. It kind of just feels like you know, not a vintage ECU team, not with the the front line starter. You know, you, you don't have a, a Jake Agnos at the top. 
Um, you know, or Gavin Williams, like last year, you don't have that first round ace and you just have kind of a, a committee pitching staff and it, it doesn't feel like this is the team that would do it. This is the one that would get to Omaha, but, uh, I just have a feeling about them. You know, they're playing with so much confidence and belief right now. And, uh, I just think all the, the, the parts, you know, they add up to a really giant sum. And uh, it's definitely one of those kind of teams where just all the pieces fit together really well. Aaron, a lot of Pirate fans are going to have trouble sleeping tonight, so uh, give them some resources. What do they need to check out yeah. before noon tomorrow? Uh, what all do you got going on with D1 Baseball right now? Yeah, check us out. We, we got uh, all, I think all of our Super Regional previews are up now. I know the Greenville Super Regional preview is up, and it's got uh, some great breakdowns from, from anonymous uh, opposing coaches who face both of these teams. They go pretty in-depth and um, we've also got a podcast posted. We, we talk college baseball for a good hour and a half, and you're ready for uh, for Super Regional Weekend. So you can check that out as well at d1baseball.com. Aaron, appreciate your time as always, man, and uh, we'll see you in Greenville this weekend. All right, you got it. There is Aaron Fit D1 Baseball, joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. He uh, Pirates have made a believer out of Aaron. He's going with East Carolina this weekend over Texas, and uh, was awesome to see him last weekend and for him to take in that environment. And you know, D1 Baseball is the source. They had a lot of great things to say about you, the Pirate fan, and Clark LeClaire Stadium uh, last weekend, and should be the same this weekend when Texas uh, takes on the Pirates. Let's take our final time out. We'll come back, get ready to wrap it up here on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brow spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Or are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, Harold Varner III just sank a par putt on 17 to stay tied for third at the RBC Canadian Open. That is correct. In uh, okay. Toronto. Toronto. I'll be there shortly. How shortly? Like in a couple months. Okay. <laughs> Relative, yeah. Uh, so HV3 having a great day as he is five under tied for third on the Buccaneer Music Hall leaderboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Uh, other games going on Friday. We'll uh, kick it off. East Carolina, the first Super Regional to be played at noon on espn2 you can find us on facebook and youtube coming up at noon watching that one with you also on friday the louisville cardinals will be at texas a&m that's the 12-5 matchup there that will be uh, friday also oklahoma at virginia tech a super in blacksburg coming up and notre dame at tennessee friday as well saturday game ones include uconn 
who uh, got there 49 and 14 at number two Stanford. They go all the way across the country to take on the Cardinal. Also, Arkansas at North Carolina. We pick Suey in Chapel Hill. Ole Miss will be at Southern Miss. How fired up are the folks in Hattiesburg to get Ole Miss coming to town for a super regional? That's going to be awesome. That's awesome, Chandler. That's awesome. Uh, and then Auburn at Oregon State, the Cocho Regional, late night, Saturday night, as Cocho has been stuck in Corvallis, Oregon, for now two weeks. And we just hope he makes it's it back okay, safe. Clip. I'm enjoying some college baseball. I'm a beaver. In so, I'm a beaver. <laughs> you know in so doing. In so doing. I'm a beaver for the week. I'm, a, I'm an honorary beaver. Leave it to beaver. Damn. <laughs> uh, so I uh, can't wait to talk to Coach O. Um, couldn't have him on last week or this week. We'll talk to him. We're talking to Coach O next week. I'm making that promise. We're going to do it. We're doing it. You're going to do it. Because usually, doing. now correct me if I'm wrong, does he get sent to Omaha too or does he go on his own? Because I know he's been to Omaha. Yeah. But I don't know if it was in a working capacity or just as a casual fan. Who knows? He might be there calling games. Check us out Friday at noon on YouTube watch and along, Facebook Live. we got a watch-along coming up, so watch the Pirates and the Longhorns with us. We will also be back with you at 3 o'clock on Pirate Radio Live. Six straight hours of coverage. Let's go do this, baby. On Friday for the Chan Man, for Shirley Rhodes and the crew here at Pirate Radio, I am Clip Rock. We'll talk to you Friday at noon. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.